Welcome to Fearless Friday. We're right here on the Coach JB Show. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member today. We got a lot to break down, a lot to discuss. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Um, CanadipCBD.com just got me a bunch of new Canadip. Go head on over. Pineapple Express, full go. It is fire, the cleanest way to dip. CanadipCBD.com. Use my promo code, COACHJB, all caps. And get you 20% off plus free shipping. Um, lot to discuss. Matt McChesney's going to join me in the second hour um, on this Fearless Friday. Trying to get this link up over here. Uh, Matt will join me. We're going to get into that. Got a lot to discuss. First of all, let's start you off with the quote of the day. Quote of the day. Be careful with your words. Once they are said, they can only be forgiven, not forgotten. Words can never be forgotten. You know how many people hold grudges over you because of a word you told them or said? Trust me, there's a lot of fucking words out there that are said that a lot of you guys probably can't handle, and you'll never forget them. You might forgive them. You might forgive them, but you'll never forget it. And, you know, in my opinion, if you don't forget it, uh, I don't know if you truly can ever forgive them then because forgiving to me means uh, there's no more bygones, the bygones be bygones and there's no more drama and there's no more beef. You know what? Uh, I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Um, contrary to belief brought to you by CanadipCBD.com. Make sure you head on over there and use the promo code coach JB. Um, Get all my shit ordered. Uh, a family doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be united. Dog, there's more dysfunction in family today than I've ever seen in my entire life. And that is what's leading to, in my opinion, that particular, what I just said. There's more dysfunction in families right now in the household than I've ever seen. That, In my opinion, that's what's leading to to badass kids doing dumb shit. And I'm so happy to see this video yesterday that I saw. This kid tried to run up on a dude with a gun and this cat beat his ass. This motherfucker was screaming like a little bitch. And I'm just like, dysfunctional family. And that's what you're seeing every single day. I don't know if you saw the video at Temple. Bunch of kid, punk ass kids just come out and jump a cat right in front of the school in Philly. Um, but dysfunctional families, I believe, truly lead to shit like this. Run ups on him with a gun. That motherfucker screaming like a little hoe. You lucky, dog, because that motherfucker wouldn't have got away with me. I wouldn't have told him to leave. He would have gotten my car. We would have made it. We would have took a little drive. I'm just being honest. We would have took a drive. That cat would have never done no shit like that ever again in his life. But you got to teach these motherfuckers. You got to teach them. You can't. And I'm not. I wasn't gonna dump them in no river or nothing. I'm gonna take them on a drive. I'm gonna have a talk with them, and we're gonna fuck him up. Don't get it twisted. But we're gonna teach him a lesson. 
That shit right there needs to start being taught every single day. Keep going around and acting like you hard, little boy. That's what's happening. Dysfunctional families. Don't fear. Um, don't fear a long time. Don't. Oh, my bad. I'm I'm on the wrong one. Like I said, a family doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be un, uh, unit, united and unified. We're just fucked up. I'm just telling you, parents are fucked up right now. Um, don't fear a long time. Don't expect immediate results. Don't give up after the first failure. Don't fear taking risk. All those things, contrary to belief, should be put into your motherfucking food, your brain food every day. Brain food. You guys need to wake up to it. Um, all right. Fearless Friday. Matt McChesney's going to join me here in a little while. Um, barbershop banter. Barbershop banter. Barbershop banter. The best type of banter there should be. Um, all right. Got all this shit figured out. A lot going on this morning uh, on this Fearless Friday. Um Barstool was finally fully bought out by Pin. Um, I was just on un Unnecessary Roughness. It's up on my show, my channel. If you haven't seen the full video, go check it out. Um, Brandon Walker, they do a good job over there at Barstool. They were just fully bought out by Pin. Uh, I think for like $558 million. Seems like a pretty good deal in today's age. But apparently Portnoy and the and the and everybody's still gonna control it and run it. Uh, I don't believe there's any, I think that was in the deal. But uh I didn't even know about any of this stuff till the last few weeks. So Barstool was fully bought out. Uh Erica, the CEO, signed the papers yesterday. Um, so that's kind of big news, I guess, in the social media world of things. Michael Irvin wins in court already. Uh, in my opinion, he needs to sue ESPN and NFL Network. That's what I think. See, that's my opinion. I don't know why he hasn't. Why is he only suing Marriott and not ESPN, not NFL Network? They kept him off the air. They kept him off the Super Bowl. So I'm confused why you're not suing them. They jumped the gun and took a bitch's word for it in fucking the Marriott over yours, over the, the, let's wait until the video comes out. See, you're guilty before you're innocent. And that is what it is now. We are guilty before we're proven innocent. Don't tell me otherwise. It's bullshit. I'm a victim too. I know. Guaranteed. I hate to say I'm a victim. I hate that fucking word victim. Um, but I have been accused wrongfully and I had no chance to say, well, actually, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. No, you're guilty until proven innocent. So that is what uh, is fucked up about shit today. Mel Kuyper came out, says he'll retire if the Baltimore Ravens draft B. John Robinson in the first round. Why? <laughs> Why are you going to retire? Um, I I'm confused. Why would you retire? Uh, shit makes no sense. That's not a bad pick. Sometimes you have to take the best available. Um, sometimes you got to take the best available, Mel Kuyper. Sorry to contrary to belief. Um, got a new ad sponsor, by the way. If you guys don't follow him on Twitter, uh, ML Football. If you haven't figured it out, if you haven't checked him out, underscore ML Football. Uh, he's basically a football reporter. That was approved by the NFL and the NFLPA. He's uh, pretty big on Twitter. He's got like 35, 40,000 followers on Twitter. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. 
Um, they do a great job. They give me a lot of information for this show. They give me a lot of information uh, with uh, upcoming news that's breaking in the NFL and college football and uh, a lot of different things. But uh, they do a good job. Underscore ML football. M as in Mary. All right. ML football. Go check them out. They are uh, they're pretty, pretty good. Right here, you see their tagline right there, ML football. Former ESPN boss John Skipper suggested making a Super Bowl pay-per-view. If you haven't heard that shit right there, per ML football, that's a great source to have nowadays. If you guys are football fan fanatics, make sure you guys all go over there and follow him. He does a good job. But um, John Skipper suggested making a Super Bowl pay-per-view. You know how many pissed off fucking people there would be in the world today if you made it pay-per-view? And you know how many people would pay pay-per-view for the game? Guarantee you, you will pay for it. And that's what they know. The NFL knows you'll pay for it. They'll know you pay for it. And that's the cold part. They actually will know that you will pay for it. You pay for the red zone. You pay for Sunday ticket. You pay for all these other things. ESPN Plus. You know how many motherfucking things you guys pay for every day already? You don't think you'd pay pay-per-view? Get the fuck out of here. You would pay for pay-per-view. Super Bowl. Guarantee you. Um, I guarantee you, dog. The Ohio disaster, uh, there's been videos coming out. The water's really fucked up, toxic. Everything's dying in that raw in that water. Uh, you're gonna have a bunch of mutant fucking fish if they do survive. I don't know if you've seen the, the effects that it's had. Um, some lady threw some shit in there and you kind of see all the acidic fucking nature whole pop up to the top. You see the fucking rings. It's fucked up. Um, my buddy sent me this. Uh, NOAA uh, model shows the particles across the state of Ohio. And if you see the red dot right there, um, down in Ohio, look where it's at now. It's up into Canada. It's up into Canada. We already know that the that the the wind and everything was going to grab it, but damn, and people are, are we're not talking about this shit at all. I haven't heard anything about it. So all you guys in the Midwest, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, fucking everybody out there, Illinois, everyone that's near you guys, Indiana. All you guys, I know, uh, hopefully you guys are uh, okay. Check the damn water, because I know it's fucked up. Um, pretty crazy. Um, pretty crazy that, that that shit's blowing all over and nobody's talking about it. We got leaks everywhere. Another train derailment yesterday in Detroit. One of the cars apparently had chemical um, elements on it. Hazardous material. Like... Listen, per some data I'm looking up, there's 1,500 trail derailments a year. That's a lot. I didn't know that. All right. 1,500 a year. So this isn't like news. I think that just because the big one happened in Ohio and nobody really reported on it, and then you had a bunch of fucking, we got a bunch of nasty shit happening with it. I think that it's being put out there. So now every single time there's a train wreck, 
Now we're like, oh shit, it's conspiracy. It's happening. There's another one, another one, another one. This actually happens um, a lot every single year. But now I think it's magnified because we're breaking it. We're looking into shit because of alien talk and we're shooting down shit, the weather balloon. And then Fox, Fox releases a, a social media post and it doesn't say why they released it. All the front heading is the caption. I was, I'm not even going to show the caption. I'm not even going to show it, but the caption reads in event of a nuclear war. These are the things you can do to survive. And that's it. There's no reason why they said it. They just said that. That's their heading. That's their caption. And so everybody, I was re- I was looking at the comments and everybody's all pissed off. Like, why would you fucking put this? Why would you not give some type of, uh, you know, backstory? You're just dropping this shit on everybody. Do you know something we don't know? <laughs> Hey, everybody's on up and arms right now, dog. Everyone's walking on pins and needles. Everything you guys hear right now, you're going to believe. Calm down. Be collected. Relax. I think we'll be all right at the end of the day. And if we're not, we're not. You ain't going to know. You ain't going to know anyway. So fucking live your life. If the power goes out and your credit card stops working, then fuck it. Stop. Start worrying about that then. Go get you some water and toilet paper. <laughs> Come on, man. It's Fearless Friday. Be fearless. Have some fun. It is what it is. Dog, I learned a long time ago. You ain't never going to know when you go. And uh, you might as well stop worrying about it. Ain't nothing you could do. Ain't nothing we could do when it's time to go. I'm just telling you. Whether it's from the gods up above, the alien strike, or fucking nuclear weapons. We're not. What are we going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Nothing. So just live your life, dog. No need more stress. Don't put no more stress on you. Uh, Aaron Aaron Jones re-ups with the Packers. What does that mean for Aaron Rodgers? What does that mean for Aaron Rodgers? Um, Does Aaron Rodgers return? Is Aaron Rodgers gone? What does that mean now that Aaron Jones re-upped with the Packers? I don't know. You guys know who uh, Keenan Kell is, the two brothers that, that fuck around. They always make these jokes. I don't know if you guys have seen... When they, they have him, uh, they, they got Keenan Kelly, they do a little skit where they're shaking hands. And, and when they see a brother, they, they they dap him up, they hug, they all love. They see a white dude, and it's just a straight handshake. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I don't know if you guys have seen that skit. But have you guys seen the D'Amico Ryan's introductory speech and how he addressed the team? Have you seen this shit? Very, very funny. Take a look. You ready, Rob? Oh, yeah. Ready. Yeah. Ready to go, see you. Boy, clean. I see you. <laughs> Good to see you, man. What's up, man? Good. Kurt Goat. What's up, What's up man? man? Great. Yes, sir. Good Sting. What's up? What's up with you? What's good. You, man. What's up, man? Good. Kurt Goat. What's up, man? Great. Yes, sir. Sting. What's up with you? Uh, uh, <laughs> hey man, how you doing? Y'all get in the front, man. It ain't about me. Y'all get in the front. Hey, key and pill, whatever. That was it right there, dog. That shit is a real life thing. That is a real thing. Now, see, to me, real 
is real. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're the white player with the black coach. I don't care if you're the white coach with the black player. If you can't adapt to both, you shouldn't be a head coach. I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to be completely honest. Now, if he has a vibe that the white player right there didn't want to introduce himself that way. See, there's a clash. There's already a clash. Dog, bad hire then. Bad hire then. I don't care what you say. It's a bad hire then. Do I think D'Amico Ryan is a bad hire? No. But was it a bad hire if that is what ends up happening throughout the years? Dog, maybe that's why you've had coaches be fired year after year after year. Maybe you have a fucked up culture in that motherfucking building. Owner, GM that was fired. You guys have some fucking maybe soul searching to do inside the building. Like, it blows my mind. Leaders of men can't have that happen, in my opinion. Not in today's world, dog. Not today. In today's world, you cannot do it. I don't I don't think you could do it. So I just don't get it, dog. I don't really get it. Um you have to be able to adapt or you're going to die. Period. He hopefully he has a sit down with those cats, especially those white players, if he's not comfortable with them for whatever reason. I don't believe D'Amico Ryan's is the issue. I believe it's the white dude who has the issue with the black dude as head coach. I don't believe it's the other way around. I don't believe D'Amico Ryan's is tripping, but that has to be fixed. In my opinion, has to be fixed or that's going to be another fucking one and done. And the owners remember billionaires usually win over millionaires. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, Bad, bad shit. Alan, yeah, I saw that. I saw that shit. Uh, we were fucking around the Discord with it. Um, the Kelsey brothers, good moment. Is when I got really emotional because... I don't know if you saw that. We showed it the other day. Uh, pretty funny. Um, pretty good deal, the two Kelseys. But in news that you haven't heard, um, in the last... Uh, in the last 48 hours, the Chiefs fans have raised more than 100K for Jason Kelsey, the Eagle Center, Travis's brother. The Chiefs fans have raised 100K for the Eagles, Jason Kelsey's charity, the Beef Philly Foundation. So shout out to the, to the Chiefs fans. And I've always said the Chiefs fans are homers. They defend their team and their city, and that's what I respect out of them. A million people showed up. They expected 500,000, but a million people show up to celebrate their Super Bowl victory. You can't knock that. Regardless of how they feel about me and how I feel about them, you know, I don't give a fuck. I have a lot of Chief fan friends, by the way. I got a lot of friends in the Kansas City area, by the way. I have, I ultimately have the, the, utmost respect for their fan base for defending their team and always having their teams back. I know how it is to live in LA and have an absolute fucking shit following. The Rams won the Super Bowl last year. 
And you might not have even seen that corner top right peep amount of people. In the top right up there, in that little corner, you wouldn't have seen that many people. That's how bad it was in L.A. last year. People in L.A. don't give a fuck. We do not care. L.A. doesn't care. So it's kind of like jealous ones envy. I envy that shit right there. And I'm just man enough to tell you. I envy that shit right there. The Midwest, the South, the East, much more different when it comes to fan bases, when it comes to support, not only for college football, high school football, but the NFL, pro level, baseball, football, basketball, all completely different. West Coast, L.A., we don't care. We don't care. It's a different situation. But, you know, I uh, I respect the fact over a million people showed up. But in L.A., dog, I'm going to be honest, like, what is there to do in Kansas City right now in February? Freeze your ass off. Go, do what? What are you going to do? I, I, please, go, go barbecue play? What are you going to do in Kansas City right now in February? I've lived there. What are you going to do right now? You're going to go to the beach? <laughs> you're going to chase pussy? <laughs> You've already had all the pussy in Kansas City if you're anybody because it's all the same. It's all your brothers, sisters, aunties, and uncles. So uh, let's just be real. What are you going to do in Kansas City in February? You're going to go you're gonna go snow ski in the mountains, the great big-time mountains in Kansas City, huge fucking mountain range? <laughs> like, dog, L.A. has too much to do. Like, that's just the fucking bottom line. You have food, the beach, snow, mountains, Sierra Nevada, San Diego, Frisco, L.A., Orange County. I can go anywhere I want to go. The weather's probably going to be okay. I'm probably not going to freeze my nuts. Probably not going to rain for the most part. I can go. I'm going to have to sit in traffic. I'm going to have to pay top dollar. But, hey, don't really give a fuck about Super Bowl. We got too much shit to do. And I agree. Rent is high. Motherfuckers can't take off work like they can in Kansas City. Your rent in Kansas City for a two-acre house is fucking $300 a month. <laughs> a fucking studio apartment in L.A. is $2,800. So, can't take off work. So, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> you guys take off work and shit. We can't do it. Um, the Chiefs rookie, Jalen Watson, he got so fucked up that they had to put him in a wheelchair to take him home. Again, I'm not mad, dog. I wasn't mad at, 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 at Patrick Mahomes giving the trophy to the crowd. He didn't even know he was so fucked up. What I do have a fucking problem is with Mahomes, though. He better not have only been fucked up on Coors Light. He better have been drinking some yak or something. Jalen Watson at least had some... That motherfucker is so fucked up, Alan. That motherfucker is so fucked up on the Henny. He had to be wheelchaired out of there. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> that motherfucker got so loaded, they had to wheelchair him out. Um, 
Pretty funny. A Clark County, Las Vegas, Nevada, grand jury indicted New Orleans Saints superstar running back Alvin Kamara and three others for the alleged beating at a Las Vegas nightclub last year per David Charnes. Um, we talked about it last year. Remember, he played this past season, but remember, he could be suspended coming up this season, just so we're clear. So you know out there, New Orleans, you may not have Kamara. I don't think he'll do a lot of jail time, but I do think he's going to be suspended for violation of NFL policy. And now you have more of an issue than just quarterback. Now you have a running back issue. So, again, your favorite shitbirds in America, and I hate to call him a shitbird because – I, he is, but he's a Juco shitbird, and that's just what seems to be common denominator. I hate to have a Juco kid fuck up, but Kamara's a Juco kid, Kansas Juco kid, went to Hutchinson Community College, our rival, and uh, he is now been, he probably going to be suspended. So he's been indicted, though, for the beating of the cat in the Vegas nightclub. I just don't get it, dog. It makes no sense to me. Why, why am I fucking with you? Why am I not by myself somewhere? Off in the cut, VIP, protected, chilling, drinking, my boys, my girls, whatever. Why am I in the club fighting? I'm a real one, coach. No, you're not. You're a dumb one, motherfucker. The real one's actually gangbang. <laughs> Like, how hard is that to grasp? The real ones are actually gangbanging, homie. You're not a real one. Shut up. You make millions of dollars playing in the NFL. Enjoy it while it lasts. And it may not last very long for you because you're a fucking dummy. Oh, man. Yeah, I did, dog, Andrew. I did say that. I did say if you want to commit crimes, go to Coffeeville. Because that's what the that's the culture. Yeah, you know, people were mad at me because I said it in Coffeeville. But guess what? You gotta back it up. So we beat that ass, right? <laughs> hey, listen, Coffeeville's known to have shit birds and do fucking dumb shit. Independence was known for the same shit. I changed the culture and said we're not gonna be this. So change your shit or go the fuck over there. That's all it was. Be mad if you want. Three and over is Coffeeville. Sorry. <laughs> two and one versus hutch sorry um uh, now you know what i'm three and one versus hutch i think i'm three and one versus hutch now that i look at it, alan we only lost the 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 the, the shitty year. Um, white NFL owners avoiding hiring black coaches so they don't have to interact, go to dinner with them and their wives. Quote Skip Bayless. Skip put his foot in his mouth quite a bit. Uh, I've defended him on times over the Shannon Sharp thing. But if you haven't heard Skip's latest rant about the Eric Bieniemy not being hired, take a listen. I, I have been dumbfounded by it. it. It has been inexplicable to me 
but then in the end, it's really pretty explicable because I, I'm sorry, I'm going to just boil it down to these older white owners just aren't that comfortable with a black head coach because they need to interact. They need to go to right. dinner with the wives or the significance or whatever. And they're just not that comfortable right. when they do have an interview. It, it, it's going to be a quicker click with a young white hot candidate mm -hmm. than it's just culture. It's just the way life right. is. And I don't know how to defeat it because each of these guys is an independent owner in the umbrella of the NFL. And it's hard to legislate. You must hire no, a black coach, legislate right? That. No. You, you can't in, unless it's in the man's heart to do the right. right thing. And every once in a while, we have the Roonies in Pittsburgh who actually did the right thing. Look, hire the best candidate. I don't give a fuck what color he is. The, there's a, obviously people don't want to talk about it. there's there is, I don't know where the, what, the, what the data says um, when hiring black coaches in the NFL. I don't know if they're the shortest lived tenured coach. I, I, I would bet they are. I would bet blacks versus white coaches are shorter lived as head coaches in their tenure, meaning they get fired less, they get fired quicker than their white counterpart. Now, listen. What reason is that? Is it racism? I don't think so. I think it is a good old boy network, though. We already know that. Um, there, there's just the bottom line. It's a good old boy network. It's been that way for a long, long time. The NFL was that way since when it's and that when it started. So, having said that, Mike Tomlin's been the most successful NFL head coach as a brother in our history, in my history, in recent history, and no one's been able to catch him. No one's been able to do what he's done. I believe NFL owners are looking to hire the next Mike Tomlin when they're interviewing black coaches, and they hear Mike Tomlin speak every single day and how fucking legitimate he is and what he says and the quotes that he drops and the knowledge he drops, and he drops all this fire-ass shit and how he controlled A.B. for all those years and how he won a Super Bowl and how he's been to two and how he's done the things he's done and never had under a 500 winning record. Well, NFL owners see Mike Tomlin over there in Pittsburgh and they're like, where's the next Mike Tomlin? I need to hire a brother that's the next Mike Tomlin. They don't, they're not out there. It's just not existed. You're not finding them. And if guess what? You don't know if you're going to find them because they're fired a little quicker than their white counterpart for whatever reason. I don't know enough. I'm not in those rooms, but that is the truth. I think Mike Tomlin has set the bar so high for black head coaches that it is fucked a lot of other black coaches, but no one's going to ever talk about that shit right there. So let that sink in for everybody out there. You can take it how you want to take it. I don't really give a fuck. That is real talk, and that is me talking to other NFL buddies of mine that coach in the NFL positionally, and we've literally had these conversations. Mike Tomlin has possibly fucked a lot of black coaches because the bar has been set at a very, very high level because Mike Tomlin checks all the boxes with the owners, right? And let's just be real. Let's talk about the stereotypes. Oh, brothers, they don't interview well. Really? They can't interview well. Then they hear Mike Tomlin, 
damn, that motherfucker sounds like he's the best interviewer in the world. No, don't say they don't interview well. Just tell, just say you don't understand the motherfuckers. Just, just keep it real and say, you know what? He don't speak my language. <laughs> don't say they don't interview well. I mean, I'm just being honest. We can't dissect the two because of the culture barrier. Because of the culture barrier. I don't believe they're saying, Skip Bayless saying that they're uncomfortable going out with their wives and shit. Now, that's starting to sound a little bit borderline like fucking racist. Right. I'm not calling Skip a racist. What I'm saying is it sounds real fucking ignorant. I don't know. It has shit to do with going to dinner with their fucking wives. Why you didn't hire a black coach. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Has nothing to do with it. Has to do with optics. I'm seeing Mike Tomlin have all this success in Pittsburgh. Why don't. Why can't I find the next Mike Tomlin? That is the, the main thing that people do not want to talk about, want to discuss. Owners in the NFL are like owners of any major conglomerate, any major Fortune 500, any major business. They want results now, today, right now. I want results. I want results. I need results. I need them now. A year goes by in Houston. Guess what? You didn't get it done. Fire. Lovey Smith, you got to go. Fired. Callie fired. Like, we got to be Mike Tomlin if we're going to hire a black coach. That is what the truth is. And no one's talked about it. I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I haven't heard Stephen A. talk about it. Stephen A. Smith came out yesterday and said, it's Andy Reid's fault because now he calls the plays. Guess what, Stephen A.? You've been on record saying that you know for a fact Eric Bieniemy called the plays. But now, since I've been on Pat McAfee and everyone else's show for two and a half years and said, no, he doesn't call any plays. And then everyone's like, oh, he calls plays. You're a hater. No, I'm not. I just know the truth. <laughs> and now you're reneging. Now you're backpedaling. Oh, well, now we know we don't call plays. And now uh, Andy Reid's fucking them. So let me get this right. Andy Reid's fucking Eric Bieniemy by titling him the OC, trying to get him a job. And you're saying, Andy Reid, don't call plays. Don't win the Super Bowl. Let Eric Bieniemy fail on his face and fuck it up. And now make, make you fire him to really where he really don't get a job again. That's what you're saying, right, Stephen A.? It's fucking unbelievable some of these dumb motherfuckers on big-time platforms, man. So it's Andy Reid's fault now that Eric Bieniemy is shitty. So, again, mediocrity is the new excellence. Andy Reid, don't be too good, dog. Do not be too good, Andy Reid. You're fucking Eric Bieniemy. You got to be average. You should have lost the Super Bowl. I listened to that shit, dog, and I thought that was the – it had to be one of the dumbest takes Stephen A. Smith's ever ever had. Like, it's had to be one of the dumbest takes I've ever seen Stephen A. make. Like, he's given the credit to Eric Bieniemy, dog, but guess what? There's optics out there. We don't think he's the next Mike Tomlin. He can't bring Patrick Mahomes with him. We don't think he can do it because I know you do it, Andy Reid. I know you're calling it, Andy Reid. I know you're installing it, Andy Reid. Eric Bieniemy is just game planning with you. He's he's helping you with personnel and substitutions. 
He's scouting report the game week with you. They're breaking down film with you. He's doing all the down and distance calls with you, all the hash calls with you, all the all, all these different scenarios. And EB's putting in all these trick plays with you. He's not calling the second down and seven in the Super Bowl, though. The guy with 45 years of experience is doing that. But Stephen A says that's absolutely fucking Eric Bieniemy because mediocrity is the new excellence. Now everyone deserves a trophy. We have to make sure we appease every single person. We can't even be great individually anymore. We have to be mediocre so that everyone else can eat. That is how we are now. We're the softest fucking country I've ever seen in the last 20 years. It has deteriorated because of this mindset. We all have to be mediocre so everybody is equal. We have to all be equal. That's not how the country was built. Sorry. That's not how there's billionaires. That's why there's billionaires. That's why there's millionaires. That's why there's thousandaires. And that's why there's homeless. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. Sorry. If it was all equal, then everybody would have the fucking winning lotto numbers in their packet, pocket right now. I, I wish it was all equal. Get the fuck out of here, man. And that's what you expect. That is what today's generation is fully expecting. Their hands are out and they're saying, gimme, 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 gimme. Like, I wish I would ask somebody for some fucking money like that. I, I just, I wish I could do it. I just don't have it in me. Don't have it in my soul. I can't do it. So, is what it is. Um, Cardinals All-Pro DeAndre Hopkins, no trade clause, has been voided due to his PED suspension from last year, per CBSSports.com. Uh, if you didn't know that, um, his his no trade clause has been voided. So... Cardinals expect to move DeAndre Hopkins, I pretty much guarantee you, as the new head coach. I'm trying to get in there and talk to him, but I know he doesn't want to be around Kyler fucking mental midget Murray. Um, so it's going to be interesting to get, to, to say the least. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, Howie Roseman, GM for the Eagles, says that extending Jalen Hurts' contract this offseason is top priority. He said, we definitely want to keep one of our best players here. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is our best, one of our best players. So, Jason Kelsey's a free agent. You got a lot of free agents in the Philly. We've been talking about it all week long. Um, curious to see how this thing unfolds. Carolina Panthers assistant quarterback coach Matt Lombardi. I've had his dad on the show, obviously. Um, legendary family, all the fucking sons are OCs or coordinators or quarterback coaches in the NFL. Um, apparently he's left the Panthers, Allen. Uh, Allen's, Allen's team's the Panthers, my former player in the chat. Uh, he's now with the Las Vegas Raiders. He's going to be the new offensive assistant, wide receiver coach, for the uh, Vegas Raiders, um, he's on his second day on the job, and uh, he is in Vegas, and they're getting ready to get into offseason stuff. And Lombardi left the Panthers, now with the Raiders, so we're curious to see how that goes. And it's really curious because the Panthers seem to be one of the takers for Derek Carr. So... Um, 
Derek Carr, uh, very interesting to see Derek Carr actually uh, being in the mix in Carolina, and then that guy leaves and goes to the Raiders. <laughs> they know how bad Derek Carr is. Uh, let me tell you. Cow Cowboys corner, Trayvon Diggs, posted a photo of Stefan Diggs in a cowboy uniform. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Trayvon Diggs posted that. And let's just be real. Let's just be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if this happens either. I will not be surprised if this happens. Because Stefan Diggs is a shitbird. And I think he's a cancer. And I think... It was known in Minnesota that he was. And I think it was known in Buffalo that it was. And then we saw all his spats and all his antics when they got beat by the Bengals in the playoffs. And he's yelling at Josh Allen. And he's walking out and he left the arena early and he didn't want to go in the locker room. He's a bitch made cat. So guess what bitch made cats do? They move around. They move around. They keep looking for their new outs because you ain't going to be able to hit all 32 teams in your career. So guess what? I could hit five or six, though. I could be the next A.B. shitbird. I don't know if he's an A.B. type of shitbird, but I guarantee you he's got a lot of shitbird in him, and it would make total sense. Go to the Cowboys so you can lose in the first round again or the second round, whatever it is. Because... <laughs> Now what's happening is the Kelsey brothers playing each other in the Super Bowl, which I think they prefer to do. I don't believe the Kelsey brothers want to play together unless it was their last year. They're both going to retire and they want to walk into the sunset together playing together. Then I could see it. I actually think the Kelsey brothers have some nuts and guts and like actually the banter between the two. I think they actually like playing against each other and the competition I think thrills them. Whereas the dig brothers, in my opinion, want to play together because I think they're soft as shit. And I think that's going to be their new excuse. Let's get together. Now the brothers that I want to see to play together and, and, and like walk into the sunset would be the Kelsey's. I would love to see them play together just because of what they've gone through Against each other, I'd rather see him play with each other at the end of the year. I think, Jason, that would be great to see one of those two go on to the other side's team. Like, let's see Jason come to KC or vice versa and uh, play together. I don't know if that's possible or will happen. Kelsey, Jason, it could happen. Curious to see. He is a free agent. I would, I would like to see him go. I want to see the offseason talks. Does Jason Kelsey entertain coming over to Kansas City? I don't know if I've heard that rumor or not. Uh, I'm just starting it now. But he is a free agent. He could retire. He's been in the league uh, quite a while. He could be a guy on the move. And why not go to Kansas City and finish your career? Just a thought. Um, Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos want to hire a defensive coordinator. And why not hire Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan, one of the greatest defensive minds of all time. His dad, Buddy Ryan, one of the greatest defensive coaches of all time, installed the 4-6 defense back in the day. One high, brought it all. Chicago Bears defense was unbelievable. Uh, he is the leading candidate to be the D coordinator 
for the bang I mean for the Denver Broncos. But take a listen to what he had to say uh, about the Broncos. Got the Broncos right now in Russell Wilson. I think they're terrible. They scored. Be <laughs> because. Uh, how is that going to go over in the locker room? That's my point. How is how is the Rex Ryan take going to go over into the locker room? Here's my take on it. You got a bunch of soft generational kids now. They're going to look that up. They're going to be mad for a second. I believe Rex Ryan has the it, it factor. I believe Rex Ryan has the adaptability to come in there and get the guys to buy into what he's selling. I believe he has uh, a resume that precedes itself. I believe the players are not only going to buy into Sean Payton, they would buy into Rex Ryan too, regardless of what he said as a media member. Jeff Saturday just got an entire franchise to buy into his shit. He was just on ESPN. He just left ESPN. He's the head coach for the Colts. He That shit lasted the rest of the season, but I didn't have any, I don't believe anyone had any major issues from what he said as a media member. The same thing will be, will be said for Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan will go there and be the D.C., get his name back in the mix. And I actually like him on ESPN. I actually like him. I like Gruden. Uh, Gruden's fucked, but we know how that works. But I like uh, Rex Ryan um, on the on the on ESPN. The problem is I, I want old school coaches back in the business. I want old school coaches coaching again. I think we need it. The NFL needs it. We need Rex Ryan in the, in, the, in, the, in the business. We need that guy walking down the sideline again. We need the JBs, not per se, but that style of guy. We need us back in the business. We got to eliminate some of these analytical fucks who are pushovers, who are losing dudes in the locker room. What I mean by losing them is losing them. They're not listening. They're tuned out. They don't want to hear your bullshit. You're not the guy. We need the Rex Ryans. That's just my take on it. But I'm old school, and you know I'm the old man on the front lawn yelling. Um, So who knows? The Baltimore Ravens, they hire Munkin, Coach Munkin from Georgia. Uh, and the reports have come out that the Ravens did not fully integrate superstar Lamar Jackson into the hiring process for the new offensive coordinator, Munkin. Is that going to be a problem? Um, is, is, is Lamar Jackson in his feelings, like y'all say now? Is he feeling a certain type of way, like y'all say right now? I believe he might be. Apparently, I'm hearing that he, they're, they're anywhere between 40 and $80 million apart on negotiations. I told you guys six months ago, it, you allow it to linger, it festers and lingers on, and you're fucked. You should have signed them when you had a chance. You fucked up. I believe both parties fucked up. I think Lamar fucking up hiring his mama as his agent and all that bullshit. I think that fucked him up. I think the, the season fucked him up. I think him getting hurt fucked him up. He bet on himself. I respect it, but he lost. Period. That's what it is. I, I I don't look at him as a bad person because he bet on himself. He bet on himself and lost. Uh, that's just what happens in this in life. You bet, you win. You bet, you lose. Uh, he bet, he lost. So he's not a. I don't think he's a bad person for betting on himself. What I am saying is, we're going to start questioning his 
brain, right? We're going to say, well, you're not very smart. Lamar, you just lost $200 million. You hired your mama, and now you're fucked. So I think he's gone. I said it on this show months ago. I don't think he's going to be a Raven. I think the hire of Munkin just proved it. I don't believe Munkin wants him to come in there and be the – we're not going to throw the football all over the park with Lamar Jackson. So the hire of Munkin don't make sense for the Ravens. The Ravens have built their whole offensive system, their whole team, and you could argue their whole team, around Lamar Jackson. They have no receivers. They have a good O-line, a good running game, a decent defense. They don't have receivers. They got a decent tight end. They built an offense around him. And it's not sustainable. Like I've been telling everybody for how fucking long it isn't sustainable. And now you're going to lose Lamar Jackson. And if Harbaugh was going to be kept as the head coach, which it looked like he is, like I told you guys months ago, then he needs to blow up the roster. That is what I think is going to happen. I think the Ravens are going to blow this roster up in the next month, March 15th trade deadline. I think the NFL, I think the roster gets blown up. And I think Lamar Jackson is an Atlanta Falcon or a Miami Dolphin. That's my gut feeling. I don't know if he goes to Tennessee. I don't see it. I don't see him in New York with the Jets. They got too many good receivers. I don't think they would waste uh, a guy to come in and run the football more than he can throw the football. Um, You're going to play in weather. Don't see it. Don't see it. I think the Ravens and Lamar Jackson's parade is over. I think it's done. So Justin Fields has came out. He's come out and said it is very difficult to adjust to the wind here in the windy city of the friendly confines of Chicago and Soldier Field, well, old Soldier Field. He said, I hope we get a dome, quote, unquote. I think we, I hope we get a dome, uh, Justin Fields said. Is that bad news, Chicago Bears? Is that bad news? Where's my guy that always defends Justin Fields at in, the, in this chat? Where's he at? Um, where's he at? If your guy's such a good thrower, why does he want to fucking get rid of the dome? Why does he want a dome? <laughs> uh, well, if you haven't paid attention... Uh, I know somebody in the chat just now asked me about the quarterback sneak. Um, Danico Green. You must have not watched Last Chance Q with Sean Salisbury and I. Sean Salisbury and I actually broke this down three days ago, and we were probably one of the first people to talk about the quarterback sneak being banned. So you should go back and watch that episode of Last Chance Q from Wednesday night because we actually went into it in total depth. Sean and I both, as former quarterbacks, we think the fucking quarterback sneak, the way it is ran, is pussy. We think it's the biggest bitch-made play in the world. I don't agree with it. I think it's a bitch move. I think it's the softest shit I've ever seen. It is a full advantage on the uh, one side of the football. If the defensive guys cannot jump over the center, then I don't believe you should be able to push the quarterback on a quarterback sneak with an offensive lineman, with a tight end, with a running back. And at the end of the day, if we're going to talk protect the quarterback and we can't hit him in the head, we can't hit him low, you can't do certain things, well, guess what? You're going to have a motherfucker blow his back out, blow his knees out, get a concussion because of the quarterback sneak. Now you're going to have a high-low situation. We actually showed video of it, and you're going to lose your franchise quarterback running this play 
because eventually defensive linemen, defensive linebackers are going to start spearing your ass, and it is a bad, bad situation waiting to happen. So Richard Sherman came out and talked about it. Sean Salisbury and I just talked about it on Wednesday. We showed some video of it. I, I think it's a shitty, I think it's the biggest pussy fucking play in football. Like, you couldn't do that shit just a few years ago. You couldn't aid in the bed. The Reggie Bush push and SC and Notre Dame game years ago, I did not know when they implemented this rule that you could push the quarterback from the back. Before you couldn't, it was a penalty. I don't know when they put this rule into place. So, um, you know, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't get it. Um, I want to see it gone. That's my personal opinion. I want to see it gone. You want you, you we're catering to the quarterback on every 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 single we got we got Roger Goodell hugging motherfuckers talking about I don't care how you hit the quarterback. <laughs> like shitting me. So now I would fucking tee off on the quarterback. Well, our boss said we could hit him however we want. How's that gonna how's that fine gonna work, Roger Goodell? Well, I want to know how the fine's going to work on the QB push when you get speared and you snap your fucking lumbar or your fucking kneecap or your fucking pull blow your hammy out because you get hit high and you're getting pushed low from your own team. And when that happens, um, I just want to see it. You all talk about equity, equality, and all these different things. Well, it's not equity. It's not equitable. Because defensive players can't jump over the center on, on PAT block, on punt. Can't hit the center. You can't fucking impede the fucking snapper. So what's the difference? But the common fan won't break that down. They won't talk about it. They just like, oh, uh, it has nothing to do with it. You're hearing it right here from a guy that played the position. Sean Salisbury, a guy who played the position. We don't like it. It's a bitch fucking bull play. Pushing the quarterback. Maybe because we're old school and we got some nuts and guts and we don't want to be fucking pushed by some other dude. We want to get the motherfucking shit done ourselves. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe because we're mediocre now in the world and we're fucking, that's our new excellence. We need fucking aiding and abetting in everything we do. Maybe we need our, our fucking hands held. Maybe our hand needs to be held as we walk around every fucking place, everywhere we go. Maybe, maybe this, maybe that, that's why. What a perfect segue. What a perfect segue, JB. Clap it up for myself. Maybe, maybe Jalen Hurts needs his hand held like this. Maybe the quarterback needs their fucking hand held now. Maybe that's why I don't like the fucking QB push. Maybe that's why. this let this picture right here sink into all you motherfucking masculine men out there let this picture sink in right here that rihanna is ha is having you hold the baby and walking your ass like on a leash motherfucker you should be on a leash you bitch made motherfucker whoever that is is that asap whatever is that who that is is that the motherfucker asap rocky or whatever that's who that, you might as well put a leash on that motherfucker, Rihanna. You bitch-made-ass little fucking boy. You, you motherfuckers like these new rap cats? They're, dog, I refuse. It's getting worse, worse, and worse, and worse. And then they throw this shit out there. I wish I would hold the baby 
and hold the hand in a video picture like this. See, I would do it on GP because that's my wife, my kid, etc. It's not a dick measuring contest when we're out and it's a real thing. I'm the man. I'm the husband. I'm fucking out there. Rihanna, you probably are worth 20 times more money than me. So guess what? Let me fall into place. Fuck that. You married me for what? Must be my dick, my babies, something. Because you got the money. You're the breadwinner. So if you chose to marry me, then you better choose to be the woman. Because I'm the man still at the end of the motherfucking day. You ain't changing the oil. You ain't fending off the bar the burglar when he breaks in the house. And you ain't changing the brakes. And you ain't got and you ain't having no you're not beating up nobody for me. I'm beating them up for you. So until that changes, you hold my hand and let me lead this thing. Even though you make more money, I don't care. Then don't marry me. Then don't marry me. I'm not begging you to marry me because you got the money. Integrity has been lost. It's a lost thing. Integrity is gone. Integrity is gone with men. Men have no more. Men want handouts. They will be the bitch in the relationship for the handout. That is fact. The man nowadays will take the bitch role. And now you have seen America crumble in front of your very eyes for that simple fact. The man is accepting the female role in the relationship and you have a completely turned around country for that fact. And I'm the least sexist motherfucker, you know, I am all for the woman being the breadwinner. I, go get it. Go get it, girl. But if we're going to have a relationship, we've already had this discussion. I'm still the man. You may make a billion dollars. You may be a billionaire, Rihanna, but I'm the man you chose to marry. Get on my side. And I, you don't need to be behind me. I want you on my side. I'll be fucking damned if I'm behind your ass holding the baby. <laughs> I'll be fucking damned. I don't give a fuck how much money you make. I will live and die with my fucking pride and integrity. Fuck what you're going through. Sorry. Oh, JB, he's a bitch, but you know what? He worth a billion. He taking, he got that money, dog. He got Riri. Give a fuck. I can find a bitch battered in Riri right here on in Compton on the block. Don't get it twisted, dog. Don't get it twisted. And guess what? I could have her slang rocks for me on the side, motherfucker. And I guess what? She'll be on the side of me. I ain't gonna be behind her. Shit. Got me fucked up. Got me fucked up. I ain't, dog, they're all in cahoots, dog. I don't give a fuck. Trump pardoned the guy? Eh, fuck. I don't know. That's what somebody said. I don't know who. I thought he par I thought he pardoned uh, Gates. Or what is his name? I thought he par uh, pardoned Gates or whatever. Um. So wait up. Who is this, Alan? Is this ASAP Rocky or who is that? Who is the... Yeah, he pardoned he pardoned Kodak Black. Yeah, I thought it was Gates, but it wasn't this guy, right? This is Kodak Black. I'm confused. You guys are all fuck with me. So who is this guy? She's hold, she's she's holding. Who is this right here? She's holding hands with. Can somebody tell me who the fuck this guy is? Then, okay, so this is ASAP Rocky. 
Okay. ASAP Rocky is complete bitch. He's a straight up bitch. I'm saying it right motherfucking now. He's a bitch made cat. I'll be damned if I ever, ever try. If, if his song comes on rotation in my car, on the radio, or if I'm with somebody in their car and they bumping this, you got to let me out immediately. I will never, ever, ever, ever listen to this motherfucker's song. I don't know one song he tell, sings. I couldn't tell you one song he has. But now when I saw this, there, woo, take your motherfucking ass out of all rotation. If I, if I ever hear a song with your sovereign ass in there, you coming out immediately. I would never watch your bitch ass on a video, on a song. If you perform at the Super Bowl next year, I'm cutting the bitch off. Fuck that. I ain't doing it. Fucking soft pussy. Man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, Four-time Pro Bowl Minnesota Vikings star running back Dalvin Cook is doing uh, well after a shoulder surgery. Um, he's, uh, one of the, he's, he's the only one player in the, in the, in the NFL has been more productive than Dalvin cook over his last four years, by the way. I don't know if you realize this. So I'm actually curious to see how he's going to be with a good shoulder intact. Um, he has some of the best numbers in the NFL over the last four years. He gets kind of, he's kind of undervalued. I think Jefferson, um, and the and the passing game kind of overshadows Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is really really good. I hope he can stay healthy and and uh, and perform. I think Dalvin Cook has a good opportunity um, to be really really good. Um, again, why do I don't give a fuck who he pulled? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick and choose who I pull. I don't think he pulled. Dog, does it look like he pulled Rihanna? Or is Rihanna pulling him? <laughs> I don't think he pulled Rihanna, homeboy. He's being pulled. Last time I looked at this motherfucking picture, he's being pulled. I don't think he pulled shit. I think he's a bitch. And it's clear as day, that's what it is. Shit, miss me. He didn't pull shit. He's being pulled. This is a bitch-made motherfucker. He had to take what she gave him. Listen, I'll fuck with you, but you're going to do this, 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 and this. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that ain't calling. I don't know what part of the game that is, Wido. Your, your generation must be different when it comes to pulling hoes than it is mine. Woo, shit. That ain't pulling hoes with me. That's being pulled, homie. I'll be, ref I'll be fucking damned. You got, me, you got me fucked up if you think that's pulling hoes. Shit. She's pulling him. So you might be right. She's pulling hoes. <laughs> she pulling his ass. Ho ass. Ho ass little bitch. That motherfucker's a bitch. Holy shit. We're soft as pussy, boy. Uh, 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 uh. Generational's different. A gap is different, boy. And my shit to your shit is wholly different. God damn. Motherfucker ain't pull shit. She, she pulled his whole card. <laughs> he got his integrity pulled. <laughs> Shit. I, I, <laughs> that ain't pulling no hoes to me. I don't give a fuck how much she's worth. 
And just contrary to everyone's belief, there is badder females in this world out there walking the street than that. And that goes for everyone you see that's famous. There's a badder one out there walking the street. I'm just telling you. I'm just being real. Um, and then let's just be honest. I'm going to get into some. Uh, get into this shit right here. It was so awesome. It's the wrong picture. Um, that shit is real, man. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I gotta get into some shit, man. The anointing of America. All right, I'm gonna break this down real quick. Okay, so it it it, it went from Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz. They were the next great thing. Remember that Carson Wentz is gonna be the best thing ever. That died out. Dak Prescott, it's going to be the best thing ever. I already have him in my top five. I remember Ryan Clark said Dak Prescott was in his top five three years ago of all time. And I'm sitting there like, you got to be shitting me. Dan Orlovsky has Patrick Mahomes as his number two of all time after four years. That has to be so fucking ignorant to me. And I like Dan. But, dog, you cannot bump him above Joe Montana already. I'm sorry. Joe Montana is, in my opinion, the best with Brady. 4-0, 14 picks, touchdowns, no picks. And you bump a guy that had two touchdowns, four picks above him already going into his third Super Bowl. Blows my mind. So we're in the anointing life we're in this anointing world we are anointers okay it's starting again y'all it's already back the new anointing is already starting i got i'm trying to dive into why this is why are we diving into this anointing situation why are we anointing these people so quickly so why are we doing it as a media? I'm confused. Why is the media anointing everybody so quickly? Now in college, we're already projecting. Not only have we yet to see them drafted in the NFL, we have yet to see them play a snap in the NFL. We have yet to really see them dominate college football. But now we're anointing them as the next Mahomes as the next so-and-so, as the next this. And I'm sitting there like, dog, what are we doing? What are we doing? So now we got this thing. Todd McShay says, Bryce Young is a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, dog. So see how the media does it? So we've anointed Patrick Mahomes now, okay? So now a lot of you have anointed him as a top five NFL quarterback of all time already. So now he's stuck in the stone. He's reached that stone platform. He's put in there. Boom. We stamped him in. He's in there. So now everyone in your mind, because the media has put it in your mind, he's a top five now. So you've stamped it in there. So now Patrick Mahomes is a top five guy. He cannot be moved because he can only do better from here, right? So he's already in there. Now we're going to put... 
college guys and we're going to start placing them with these guys. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I love Bryce. I think he's good and all. Come on, dog. Next year is going to be Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is going to be the next Mahomes. Then you're going to have May. You're going to have the Drake May kid come out of North Carolina. He's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. Dog, they haven't even got fucking drafted yet. They haven't even got drafted yet. <laughs> Can we calm down? We haven't even gotten drafted yet. Oh, come on, man. Please stop it. Stop it. Why no? I didn't say you're going to find a better bitch in Walmart than Rihanna. I didn't say that. The chat might say that. I think I know what he's saying, though, but but I, I see batter bitches in other places. I go, Gary and fuck it to you. I agree. You ain't going to see a toothless hoe in Walmart batter than Brianna. I doubt that. I have seen some bad bitches in, in Walmart, dog, I'll be honest. But they're probably like, you know, highly infected with something. But, they, you know, on the outside looking in, they look good. <laughs> I mean, shit. Walmart got hoes too. Come on, why don't no, no, hate on Walmart? Don't hate on your local Walmart. You might walk in there and, and hey, hey dog, I like Walmart. You know why? Because I like the bitch got to have pretty feet. So you know she gonna be shoeless in Walmart. She gonna have shoes. She ain't gonna have no shoes on in Walmart. She might be shoeless. If she got pretty feet, dog, she got a she got a chance, right, homie? She got a chance. You can you can check her feet out <clears throat> right now in Walmart. You can go in Walmart and check everybody's feet out right now. So you got to look at it that way, too. Walmart has its positive, dog. <laughs> Simpson, your mom cares about her feet, motherfucker. Because when she's rubbing my feet, I got to look at her feet to make sure that I can fuck. That's who cares about their feet. Now, shut the fuck up. Stay in your lane. Become a member or get the fuck out. You're, you you bother me. You're a troll. I already know you're a little troll. Fucking little bitch. Simpson Andrews, get your bitch ass up out of here. You're a little bitch. I don't like bitch-made motherfuckers. You're this motherfucker. You're like, you, you, you want Rihanna to drag you around the fucking sand at Walmart, you fucking bitch. Take your bitch ass out of here. Your mama's feet is what we care about, bitch. That's who. Now, shut the fuck up. Get your bitch ass out of here. I don't like your motherfucking ass. Um, he's always saying some slick shit. Slick shit gets fucking dealt with quick where I'm from. That's what it is. You're a bitch. Get your bitch ass out of here, Simpson Andrews. I blocked him. I'm tired of dealing with him. All right. I haven't blocked nobody in a while. I've been pretty good. Clap it up for me. No blocks. <laughs> NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, is anyone excited for the Salt Lake City Post Malone fucking NBA All-Star game. Um, I'm not. I ain't watching that shit. The dunk contest, I saw the participants. I don't know any of them. Who the fuck are the dunkers? Why don't? Give me some insight. Who's the dunkers? Who the fuck's dunking? I'd rather see fucking Vince Carter and Dominique Wilkins come off the fucking grading chair and get up and take off their judge suits and dunk than the dunkers that I saw in the fucking contest. 
And I know Wido's gonna say, "Nah, dog, there's some young cats. They got who? They got boosties." Well, I mean, it's all good, but it's it's starting to become redundant. It's everyone's trying to up them with the thought of the dunk, and they don't even make the dunk. Like the dunks ain't even that. Sh- they're they're shitty now, and they're running out of shit to do. They're making up shit now where it's so hard that they can't even make the dunk. So I, it's it's becoming shitty. I don't think I'll watch the dunk contest. I might. Nothing else is on TV, so I'm not going to say I won't watch it. I might watch it, but, uh, I, I like, they got a guy from the G League coming into the dunk contest. That's how bad it is. God damn. And see, it's like the NBA. It's like the NFL Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl. Like, they don't want to play in it. They don't want to play in it, motherfucker. They don't want to play in it. So, nah, we blocked Bruce Helms. Bruce Helms is a troll. I think uh, I think he's the same. Isaac Lords. I think Isaac Lords is the same as him. Yeah. Joe Accord. He can't be a stud. Uh, please stop. He can't be a stud. He can't be. He's not in the NBA. <laughs> you do know this, right? You can't be a stud. I don't want to see a guy that's not in the NBA dunk. Like, it makes no sense. That is mediocrity at its finest, being the new excellence. Now we got to go get a guy out of the G League to come into the NBA's All-Star Weekend and dunk. When did that get approved? Like, holy fuck so he's a god-awful player he can jump out the gym so that's what makes him elite no he's not elite he's not even a good player he's gonna be a guy that can jump so we're gonna bring him in because we're so mediocre and nobody wants to fucking dunk anymore in this contest so we got to bring up dudes there's dudes in the hood we can bring up too let's bring those guys up we can go to walmart right now and get the toothless motherfucker with no shoe he can dunk too Ah, come on, man. We don't have an NBA dunker now. We got to go to the G League. You are shitting me, dog. Are the G League guys going to play the NBA in the next All-Star game? Is that going to be the new thing? NBA versus G League. Shit. Uh... Oh yeah, I know there's I know there's hoopers out here. I know there's hoopers out here in the hood that could ball better than some G League cats. You go out here to real run in the summertime in in Compton and go fucking watch the fucking summer leagues out here. Shit, there's cats in that better than these G League cats, but they're gonna get in the fucking NBA dunk contest now. Holy shit, what are we doing? that's what i'm saying wido stop with all the dumb shit jump over the car fucking bring two homeboys out shoot a ball from the stand do a flip off about of a fucking trampoline dog i don't want to see a fucking circus homie i want to see you run up there and do a funky ass windmill and with some authority 
And let me grade that. Because I don't want to see you fucking trampoline in a clown suit, do two flips. Your homie throws it over him on his shoulder. I got to grab the ball from him, grab the ball from him. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see the circus, homie. I want to see a fucking duck. Like, I, I, dog, the first time, I'm going to do videos all weekend long, homie, in the cigar lounge, Wido. If a motherfucker's on his shoulders and another motherfucker, he's holding a midget, he might as well bring Kyler Murray out there, put him on top of fucking a midget on his knees, and then let him throw the ball up, let him grab it. Like, dog, I'm tired of seeing this dumbass shit. I don't want to see Barnum and Bailey fucking circus. I want to see a dunker. Like, give me a fucking dunk. Come on, man. God damn. Go lay down. You go outside, go pee pee? You go outside, go pee pee? No. Go lay down. Go, go lay down. Uh, Ash, move. Man, I don't want to see that shit. I'm going to talk about my top 20 safeties of all time today. Matt McChesney, I think, is going to join us. He's got his top uh, O-line. He's got also his top quarterbacks and his top safeties. So I'm going to do my safety since I've already done the QBs and the O-line. Um, can't wait to dive into that. <sighs> well, that's a boy dog, Seattle cast. That's a boy dog, by the way. Why don't you come feed it, motherfucker? Since you're so fucking knowledgeable about what the fuck I got going on, why don't you come over and feed it? Motherfucker, do you, do you suck dicks too when you feed it? Motherfucker, you know so motherfucking much about what I got going. Motherfucker, I, I, you, motherfucking anno- you motherfuckers all know everything. I can't stand a motherfucker who butts into another grown motherfucker's business and acts like he knows what's going on. Like, it blows my fucking mind. Do you know how to fucking even change your own oil in your car, motherfucker? I guarantee you, you got to go to fucking Pet Boys and have them motherfuckers change your shit because you're too fucking enabled to go out and get your little fingernails fucking dirty, huh? Little fucking bitch. Shut your fucking asses up. You motherfuckers are all want to talk, 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 talk. You're not even a member, motherfucker. Fucking pay a dollar ninety nine. Um, we got top 20 safeties. I can't wait to, uh, I just want to be totally different than Matt to make Matt mad at me. Uh, and I just hope Matt just, I hope my top 20 is a fucking, just so fucking completely different. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, we already know the quarterbacks are, um, I can't wait to see his list. Uh, <sighs> Matt, what up? What up, dog? Oh, hold on, I'm big and you're little. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, hey, so right when I get on and I'm in the backstage, the first thing I hear is, motherfucker, what's wrong with you? You can't change your own oil, you bitch-ass motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Seattle Cast sent me a $10 like, super chat. I don't change my own oil, dog. You actually change your own oil in the front, like in your garage and shit? Fucking right. Well, it's hard to change the Maserati. Maserati is a $900 change. Okay. But if you have a Maserati, you probably shouldn't be worrying about $900 oil changes. Yeah. I uh, No, I've always changed, like, the own shit. So I do the brakes on my truck. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that shit, dog. I'm taking it straight to the fucking Chevy dealer and dropping them the keys and going, fix this motherfucker, and I'm leaving. Now, I'm not going to do it. But I do. I meant... I, 
Dog, I grew up doing that shit. Like, we grew up, like, getting dirty, so I kind of miss those times. Like, I miss getting in the front yard and changing the oil. Oil's easy. Fucking change. Drop the pan. Boop, boop. But well, now yeah, I'm, not like, easy. I'm just saying I don't want to do it. Hey, you know what it is? I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a philosophy. Mediocrity is our new excellence. I, I fully believe that. But you know what it is now? We're so soft and enabled. We're so worried about the next guy eating. We have to take it to Pet Boys so they have a job, so they can have a job and they can get paid. Fuck that. If they don't get a job because I don't take my car and get changed oil, then fuck you. Go get another job, motherfucker. I'm changing my own oil. Well, trust me, there's enough people that just don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. That's a choice. There's other people that just don't know how to do it. So they'll always have a job. Trust me. Uh, Joe Accord. Uh, what a weather. It sucks. He said it sucks. It's supposed to rain here, too. Um, so It was so fucking cold here the other day. It snowed, it snowed so much. And I have a north-facing house. So, like, the, the sun hits the backyard. And the entire fucking front is like an ice rink, dog. I, oh, it's driving me nuts. But if you complain on social media about the weather, all of you fucking punk boys get out there and you're like, oh, what are you whining about the weather for? Because it sucks. And I can't. That's why. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, I need some Hawaii weather in my life, dog. Yeah, humidity, a little humidity right now. Fuck. Some fucking some big old titties and some cheeks in my face and some Mai Tais and fucking beach. and Sounds good. When are it we going to Vegas? Really good. You are, actually, my pants are moving. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. When are we going to Vegas, dog? Like, we need to plan a trip and go to Vegas for a weekend. Yeah, I'm supposed to go. My birthday's next week, Tuesday. Oh, I'm supposed to go actually this weekend. But I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to go for my birthday because I hate doing the birthday thing. I, I love it when girls – I talk to a girl, they're like, it's my half birthday. And I go, what the fuck is that? It's it's um, it's my six month till my birthday. I said, so you can celebrate your six-month birthday. So your your half birthday. So you're celebrating on 47 and a half. <laughs> no, wait. How old am I? Am I 46? I'm 46. 46. 46? I'll be yeah. 47, though. Getting up there. I'll be 47, though. Shit, man. Getting up there. I'm only 41. I don't even know if I know my old, how old I am. I don't know if I'm 46 or 47. Am I going to be 47 or 48? Holy fuck. Oh, you're, you're the one that it's your, it's your ass. When were you born? 76. Uh, so you're going to be 46. 47. 40, 47. 47. I'm no math major, but... Fine. You can tell we're not math majors, but we are fucking hustlers. So... Uh, not that, baby. All right, I saw, I saw, I saw some of your list. Um, which one do you want to do first? Well, my fat fingers fucked up my pass rusher list, so I have to redo it. Um Let's just do O line to get caught up with me and get and do quarterback so we're caught up. And then I'll do my safeties with your safeties. Okay, I can do that. So how about I'm this? Gonna, you like that? You like being pulled around by your bitch? Now, now hold on, hold on. If if Rihanna was my woman. No, 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 don't start. If Rihanna was my woman, I would let her pull me around anywhere she wanted me, bro. I would do anything she said at any moment. In fact, <laughs> Look, this is your show, so I'm just going to do this. But I call it the Rihanna love glove, like how I want to die. So the perfect way for me to die to, is to drown from Rihanna's love, love, like love juice. Um, figure that out. So I'm, I'm laying on the bed. 
There's a mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought about this a thousand times. She walks out from the shower, white robe, just walks right over the bed and stands right over me and just sits down right on my face. And I just go, <laughs> and her ass starts wiggling. Boom. Drowns me. I die. Reverse. Open coffin. Bam. I hope when she comes out the shower and she squats on you, and when you do, you actually go, oh, fuck, you stink like shit. No, she doesn't. Just got out the shower. Nah, dog. Nope. That's got to just be the the paradise of paradises. And then then you'll have to bury me in a reverse open coffin. Like, you just cover my face and I'll... That is a epitome of a bitch-made motherfucker getting dragged right there. Never, dude. He that's the epitome of a guy who knows he's married to Rihanna. Fuck that. I'll be damned. I'll find a battered bitch in Walmart with no shoes on right now. In Rihanna? Yeah. You're crazy, dude. Holy All right, shit. where's your uh where's your fucking list at? <laughs> Nuts, dog. All right, so uh what do you want? Save these? Do you want to just are you, you just can you just talk it instead of because I don't have the graphic. No, I'll talk it. It's fine. All right, so let's go. Now, go quarterbacks. We'll start off with quarterbacks. Okay, I can do that. Right. Did you hear? Did you see my top twenty? I didn't yet. No, but we'll go over here in a second. So my top ten quarterbacks of all time. I went Brady one, Manning two, Elway three, Montana four. Your boy Patrick Mahomes number five, Marino six, Steve Young seven, uh, Fighting Jim Kelly number eight, Drew Brees nine, and Farva. Number 10. Wow. I actually did a dual number one, by the way. I copped out. I had to do a cop out. All my all my lists have a 1A and 1B, by the way. I do that. No, there's no. Yeah. We already talked about this. There's no there's no best or, or gooder or whatever. Remember that conversation with Sarah? There yeah, is no best or gooder. There's only one winner. Who's the one? Best who's number gooder. one? I. There's no way. I put I put Joe Montana 1A, Tom Brady 1B. You can't uh, have 1A and 1B. Yep. And then you're, I have you're gonna, you're gonna mess the fucking list. I have uh Elway. I have Manning at five. I had Marino at six, Steve Young at seven, Dan Fouts at eight, Patrick Mahomes at nine, Big Ben at ten, Aaron Rodgers eleven, Favre twelve, Bradshaw thirteen, Kurt Warner, Eli Breeze, Carson Palmer, Roger Staubach. Bart Starr, Jim Kelly, Warren Moon at 20. Like, I regret not putting Starbuck on my list, but there's only 10 spots. You went 10, though. I did 20. Carson Palmer, that's okay. I can't say that he's a bad player by any means. He's a hell of a, hell of a quarterback. But he was at 16. He was at 16. He wouldn't have been in my top 10, but I did where, a top where is, 20. Where is Aikman? Aikman was my number three. Aikman's three? Yeah, of course. Now, will you explain? Will you explain your man crush of Troy Aikman, please? No, we, we've already got into it. We have literally ten social media fights about it. Yeah, I all know. Right. I want to hear it again. I want to hear the insane. All right, let's let's talk. You, I did my O line. What's your O line? All right, I'm going to do my D line later today. But my O line, if I can get my goddamn phone to work here. Hold on, I'm going. Hey, by the way, Rex Ryan's probably going to be the D.C. in Denver, and he had this to say about Denver. We've got the Broncos right now and Russell Wilson. I think they're terrible. They score- <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait for him to go and ad- 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 adopt that locker. 
He's not wrong. He's not wrong. They do suck. All right. So, well, what the fuck is going on here? This is not working. Eddie Manyweather says, why don't I have Steve McNair in my top 20? Are you fucking joking me? Can you name uh, hey, hey, Eddie, I know you want all brothers at QB, homie. Okay, I get it. So I know you want Doug Williams, Warren Moon, Michael Vick. I know, I get it, homie. But they're not better than my list. Shut the fuck up. All right, are you ready? Yeah. All right, so I just sent you. I've got the way I did the offensive line was I did the top three O-line units of all time, in my opinion, okay? Yeah, that I saw that. Some of the Some of the tackles are pure left tackles, but I got them playing right just because I'm not going to, like, try and stack left tackles when and then find a right tackle. I'm just going to put an elite left tackle at right tackle, and we're going to make it work. Yeah, yeah, I did. I just did linemen. You're doing them by position. So I, I did it by position. So my, my first group, my right tackle is Anthony Munoz. My right guard is Larry Allen. My center is Bruce Matthews. My left guard is Alan Fanica, a good friend of mine who I played with, an unbelievable player. And my left tackle is Orlando Pace. So that's your best O-line of all time right there. That's my starting five. My right. second group, Jonathan Ogden, right tackle. Will Shields, right guard. Mike Webster at center. John Hanna at left guard. Walter Jones at left tackle. That's your best second unit. That's my best second unit. My third unit. Right tackle is Willie Anderson, uh, our boy Willie. Uh, right guard is Randon McDaniel. The center is Kevin Mawai. I moved to tackle the guard here. Larry or Gary Zimmerman's my left guard, and my left tackle is Trent Williams for my third group. So I sent you the list, and I'm about to do my pass rushers here today. Uh, before we know, you know, we continue this. So I love shit like this, bro. This is my this is fucking I love lists, bro. Love them. All right, that's a good list. You saw my t- – I just did my just O-line list. I just did an O-line. I didn't put them by position. Um, so, I get it. I got my top 20 safeties, though. I want to – I love this. But now, now hold on. Did you do safeties or just DBs? I did safeties. Yeah, because I did strong safety, free safety. And there's some guys that also played corner, but – they also played safety a lot as well. So yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do corners later. Like Aeneas Williams transfer transition. I'm not gonna do Aeneas right now. I'm gonna do Aeneas as a corner first. All right, shoot your safeties. All right, number 20. I'm gonna start it off. Four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, Cam Chancellor. 20, huh? Wow. Number 20. Um, uh, number 19, six-time Pro Bowler, 30 interceptions. And and be, before we start, Matt, let's get our little criteria out the way. What is your criteria? Mine is a little bit of longevity, unless you're a super freak and you got hurt and got put out, um, you know, like, or, or, or you passed away, unfortunate situations that have occurred. Um, if, if you died too soon, I'm not going to put you in the list, but I can say you, this guy probably could have been the best, as we know. Mine is uh, my test, bro. It's just I don't really care about stats. All these guys that I have on my list have stats. It's impact on the game, you know, do do so would you put what's his name in that passed away that got killed? Sean Taylor? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll do my list here in a second. Continue. All right. So 19, Dennis Smith, six-time Pro Bowler. He had 30 interceptions. My criteria, Matt, is is at safety, in my opinion, you have to either be a hitter, a tackler, or get a lot of interceptions. And he rocks 49, dog. Like a safety rocking 49. Yeah. That's a bad motherfucker. You gotta be. So 
I got Dennis Smith at 19. Number 18, Leroy Butler, Super Bowl champ, four-time Pro Bowler. He had 40 interceptions. Uh, a lot of people go – he goes underrated on a lot of people's radar. 17, uh, Carnell Lake, five-time Pro Bowler. Tw- he only had 17 picks, but he was a tw- he was twice first-team All-NFL. Um, Car- and Carnell Lake was just a bad motherfucker, in my opinion. Number 16, Nolan Cromwell, five-time Pro Bowler, 37 interceptions, and he was a first-time NFL player three times. That was a bad white boy. Uh, Number 15, Roy Williams, good friend of mine. He has two of my dogs. Um, I think he – Roy Williams, I think, was starting that – at that era with the Rodney Harrisons and the – and the uh, Brian Dawkins is, he was starting to be that guy uh, in that transcending era. Uh, number 14, Rodney Harrison, 34 interceptions, Pro Bowls, first time NFL twice, two-time Super Bowl champion. Number 13, going back in the day, I, I, I am a football connoisseur. I go back, and there is some great players, but I do weigh that into consideration, Matt. If you played with a leather helmet, I'm probably not going to have you on my list. But I'm at gonna- the same time, there are some old school guys that were ballers and Charlie Waters, three-time Super Bowl champ, 41 interceptions, two Pro Bowls. I had to put him in there. He comes in at my number 13. Number 12, John Lynch, Super Bowl champ, 26 interceptions, nine Pro Bowlers, uh, nine Pro Bowl appearances. John Careful. Lynch and what he's done after the field uh, has been great too. Um, number 11 might shock a lot of people, Matt. Kind of got cut short. Five-time Pro Bowl in just nine seasons, and he had 450 tackles, 16 interceptions, and five defensive touchdowns in just nine seasons, Eric Berry. You know, he he got hurt, but he was a hell of a fucking player, bro. Yeah, people don't realize how good Eric Berry. And I love the chat. Where's Ed Reed? Hey, you dumb motherfuckers, I'm going at number 20 down, you fucking idiot. Holy shit, some of you are fucking retarded. Where's your patient? Willie Wood. If you don't know who that is, five-time NFL champion. That means he was in before the Super Bowl era, and then he became in the Super Bowl era. He got two Super Bowl champions. So this guy is a five-time NFL champ in the AFC before it merged. Uh, he was an eight-time Pro Bowler, and he had 48 interceptions. I just I have to put him in there from just that fact. Willie Wood. Number nine, Brian Dawkins. I thought he was a transcendent player. He was built like a linebacker, backpedaling. Uh, I thought he was great in those Eagles teams. I put him at number nine. Number eight, old school guy again, 12 Pro Bowls, 49 interceptions for the Redskins, Ken Houston. Uh, If you don't know who that is, go look it up. He was a fucking player. This guy is another old school guy. Cardinals played from 60 to 72, five-time All-Pro. He had 52 interceptions, all-time eight Pro Bowl uh, guy, Larry Wilson. Uh, Number six, Paul Krause, eight-time Pro Bowler. He had 81 interceptions, an all-time NFL record. He's a Hall of Famer, has to be on there. Larry Wilson is also a Hall of Famer, and so is Ken Houston. That is a big criteria of mine. Uh, Paul Krause. All right, top five. Here we go. Number five, Atwater. Atwater, I think, changed the game. Uh, he came in. I think he was just a transcending player, uh, would bring the wood. He was dominant inside the box in the run game, and then he can cover. Number four, Jack Tatum. I don't think you can have a list without Jack Tatum on the list. I think he was one of the uh, 
originating uh, dominant safeties of our time, of our, of, of I ever got to see. Um, and then you transcend, you move into number three. I got to put Troy Palomalo at number three for me. He was just a guy that ran sideline to sideline with linebacker mentality and was a ball hawk, similar to Ray Lewis at linebacker. I thought Troy Palomalu played the safety position that way, and he would bang you when you could bang people. Ooh. Number two, a lot of people argue this, Ed Reed is my number two. Ed Reed is my number two, and I got 1A Ronnie Lott, 1B Kenny Easley. What's with this 1A, 1B shit? I got to be. You know why I do it? And, and, and Matt, you can respect this fact. I could be a bitch for doing it, but I also you have to respect the fact I, w- I had to get Cam Chancellor in here. And without if I didn't do that, he would have been out 21, and I just no, feel bad. I wanted him at 20. <laughs> All right. So, Ronnie Lott and Kenny Easley at my 1A, 1B, Ed Reed at 2, uh, Troy 3, Jack Tatum 4, Atwater rounds out the top 5. Okay, so I'm going to start 1 to 10. All right, we'll go 10 to 1. Uh, number 10 for me. And there's no 10A or B or C. It's just 10. Is Sean Taylor. I think Sean Taylor, regardless of how long he played, was as good of a prospect as you're going to find and really was the last, like, headhunter safety in the NFL. Nine, Cam Chancellor. Like you said, an absolute stud. Uh, my, my list is a little bit more current than yours. Uh, but... Cam Chancellor, Legion of Doom, can't go wrong. Eight, John Lynch. Seven, Charles Woodson when he moved to safety with the Packers. He was fucking awesome. One defensive player of the year. Over Darren Woodson, huh? uh, Over Darren Woodson, yeah. I don't have Darren on the list. Six, Troy Polamalu. Seven, Brian Dawkins. Or excuse me, excuse me. Five, Brian Dawkins. Sorry. C. Wood was seven. Paul Amalu, six. Brian Dawkins is five. Number four, Rod Woodson. All right, again, moved from corner to safety. Played safety for Baltimore. Was incredible. A huge part of the, the bullies of Baltimore's defense. See, when I do my corners, I'm putting those two guys in my corner list, not safety. I'm putting those two guys in my corner list, too. Trust me. Uh, number three, Ronnie Lott. Number two, Steve Atwater. And number one. Ed Reed, uh, what Ed Reed did for the for the uh, the safety position cannot be understated. Wait, go back to three. Ronnie Lott and two. Steve Atwater. You put Atwater over Lott. Yep. Wow, I can see, I can see your Ed Reed Ronnie Lott debate. I didn't, I wouldn't bump Atwater, but you grew up in that area. You got to see him more than me. Um, that's interesting. Interesting. You don't have Kenny Easley on there. I don't. You probably, you probably didn't watch him enough, or you're just doing more of a modern list. Kenny Easley was unbelievable. So was Jack Tatum. Look, and you, know you have uh, 20 guys on your list. I, I got 20 guys, Matt. Here's my – Matt, I got I to gotta talk about two guys that are not on the list that were on the list to replace Cam Chancellor. Number one, Eric Weddle. He had 30 interceptions. He was a first-team All-Pro twice, and he was a six-time Pro Bowler. He was a bad motherfucker at safety for a guy that was undersized a little bit, ran around, played a little bit, uh, played a long time for multiple teams, was great in the Chargers. Uh, and then Darren Woodson was my other guy I left out uh, my top 20. I don't think he just wasn't transcendent enough for me. He didn't have the skill set. I thought that there was just too many guys better. 
Well, look, you can always find 21, 22, 23. It's like when you talk about the the like college football playoff, right? So we've got 12 teams in. Well, now we're going to hear bitching from 13, 14, and 15. So oh, yeah. there's, always, there's always another guy that could be on the list. It's just a matter of, you know, what are you, what is your standard and who do you like? And that that's really what I put all of this on is just guys that I liked watching and guys that I thought fit the the mold of the player that I wanted back there. And and look, no no doubt that Houston and Easley and all those guys are studs, but this is my list. No doubt. And, and I, t- I, I, lo- I tell people that all the time. Like, it's my fucking list. I don't give a fuck where. I love when I hear, where is Johnny? Motherfucker, he's up your asshole. Because he's not on my list. Yeah. Like, so, it, it, is, it is what it is, man. Like, it, not everybody's list is going to be the same. That's the whole point. So we can banter about it. And then, uh, you know, move on and see what you can see. Tomorrow I'll have the pass rushers up. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Uh, Eric Weddle, though, he's an argument because he had 30 picks. Uh, In my opinion, in the new era, 30 interceptions is a lot. And then the other guys that I had on there, Paul Krause, who nobody probably knows, had 81 fucking interceptions. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I had to have those guys in my list, and I went up, and actually you you can go in and and, and archive and watch a bunch of these guys play. Uh, I just – I don't know, Matt. I weigh the era, I weigh the competition level, I weigh the rules. Um, if you weigh the rules in today's era, um, how many of these guys would you probably take off the list? Because I'd probably have to take off John Lynch because he ain't going to be able to bang you no more, and he wasn't a great cover guy like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that weighs, you have he'd, to weigh that in on. He'd be a linebacker. Like Brian right Hawkins. I don't know if he was a great cover guy either, but he'd bang you. Nowadays, you can't even hit the motherfucker, so I don't know if I can put him on there. Now you got to have cover corners to play in safety, which is fucking dumb to me. And look, bro, It a lot of these guys would be playing linebacker in today's football. So, it's uh, you, know, you just have to take that into account when you're making your list. So Yeah, no doubt. Hey, we're gonna next week though. I'm gonna do tight ends. I'm gonna do. Uh, all right, so let me ask you this: Me and Steve Kim did our running backs yesterday. Uh, we did our running back list, and uh, I don't know if you got to hear it, but I want to give you my twenty, my top twenty, real quick. I, I want to see your reactions. I want to see your face. So does the crowd, and I know I can't wait for you to cuss me out. I got John Riggins at number twenty. Um, 15 seasons, only made the Pro Bowl once, but he never missed, and he owns damn near a lot of NFL rushing records, damn near a fullback who was fast as shit that played tailback. 19, I got Terrell Davis, 56 touchdowns. He won an MVP, had a 2,000-yard, 21-touchdown seasons, one of the greatest seasons of all time. Uh, Number 18, the bust, Jerome Bettis, 13 seasons, Pro Bowl six times, averaged 1,000 yards a season his entire career, and he won a Super Bowl. 17, Frank Gore, 16 years, all-time leading rusher. Uh, Third-time all-time leading rusher at 16,000 yards. Um, number 16, Thurman Thomas. Uh, had had two 2,000-yard all-purpose seasons. Steve Kim thought I was too low on Thurman. Uh, number 15, Gail Sayers, one of the older guys that I put in the list. One of the fastest, most elusive running backs of all time. Number 14, Franco Harris, 13 seasons, nine-time Pro Bowl, led the league in rushing, Super Bowl champ, immaculate catch. 13, LaDainian Tomlinson, 11 seasons, led the league in rushing twice. 
uh, three-time uh, rushing leader, durable, multifaceted guy. 12, Marcus Allen is the only player in NFL history to be the rookie of the year, the comeback player of the year, the MVP, and the Super Bowl MVP. Number 11, Emmett Smith. Number 10, Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett, number 10. Number 9, O.J. Simpson. 8, Earl Campbell. 7, Adrian Peterson. 6, Marshall Falk. 5, Herschel Walker. 4, Bo Jackson. 3, Jim Brown. 2, Barry Sanders. 1A, Eric Dickerson. 1B, Walter Payton. I can't really argue with any of that, but I definitely got to get my list done. Where do you have Emmett Smith? That's everyone that wants to know. Oh, God, I don't even know, but he'll, he'll be in my top five for damn sure. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I couldn't put him in the top five. Um, Eddie, did you listen, Eddie? I just fucking said where he is. Holy fuck. Um, Marshawn Lynch cannot be in the list, dude. Come on. Calm the fuck down. He didn't fucking, he doesn't have any of those accolades that those guys have. And there's guys that I left out that could be in that list that you can argue. Um, Steve Kim argued Ricky Waters. He argued Ricky Williams. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think they, they could be on my list, but, um, let me get into something real quick. The Eagles and the Colts, uh, the Eagles have had five coaches get hired by the Colts or period. They have lost the coach as a head coach over Eric Bieniemy in the last five years alone. What is your take? Uh, I don't know if you got to hear, this take, but I want you to hear this take by Skip Bayless real quick. I have been dumbfounded by it. it. It has been inexplicable to me, but then in the end, it's really pretty explicable because I, I'm sorry, I'm going to just boil it down to these older white owners just aren't that comfortable with a black head coach because they need to interact. They need to go to right. dinner with the wives or the significance or whatever. And they're just not that comfortable right. when they do have an interview. It, it, it's going to be a quicker click with a young white hot candidate. Mm -hmm. than it's just culture. It's just the way life right. is. And I don't know how to defeat it because each of these guys is an independent owner in the umbrella of the NFL. And it's hard to legislate. You must hire no, a you black coach, legislate right? That. No. You, you can't. Eric Bieniemy. listen, I believe he's deserving of a job. I don't think he's worth the head. I don't think he's worthy of a head coaching job. I believe he's deserving of a head coaching job. If everybody that's got a head coaching job above him, it, it, that is what's a slap in the face to me because he just beat two coordinators in a Super Bowl that got head jobs two days later. Like, he's yeah. continuing to get passed by. I, I just – I don't want to hear what he did at CU back in the day, what he did at these places. It makes no sense, Matt. It's a slap in the common person's face that, okay, so you can employ him in the NFL as a coordinator, but he can't get a job as a head coach. It makes no sense. Yeah, Thanks. it's all bullshit. I, th this entire situation is now, I feel like they're doing it on purpose, like they're blackballing him. I mean, he's done everything you want him to do. He's gone through the ropes. He's learned how to do, you know, the position coach, coordinator. He's learned under one of the greats of all time in Big Andy. I mean, what else do you want? I mean, it, it, you give anybody else on that on that staff a job the Kansas City coaches get hired constantly 
Matt Nagy went to Chicago went, went as the head coach and came back to Kansas City, and EB's still the OC. So, look, man, I, I feel bad for him at this point, but I know it's just fueling his fire. So I, I don't know if he needs to do a lateral move to go be an OC somewhere else. That, that's, anyone, that's a discussion, though. I, want, I of course, it's a discussion. I just I don't, don't leave, I don't leave Kansas City, do you? No, fuck no. Why would I leave Kansas City? Why yeah. Why am I having to go do a lateral thing and leave a comfort zone that I'm in and winning Super Bowls every year and coaching my home? Why would I leave that just to appease the common hater in the business that says you got to get from under Andy Reid? Like, fuck you. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't be leaving. I wouldn't be leaving if I didn't have to leave. I, I think he's going to fail uh, if he leaves. That's the problem because he's not going to have the players, man. And you know, this is a player living. We got to have the fucking uh, Jimmy's and Joe's. Fuck all the X's and O's. He don't have exactly the if you don't have Mahomes and Kelsey and the stability and the dominance. And the culture, right? The culture, the culture that Andy Reid is set in place. You're now going into a fucking shit show. Everybody in Washington is just going to be mad at him because he's intense. And in Kansas exactly. City, like there's this, I love the ad, the the narrative where people are like, oh well, people don't get along with EB, and I'm like, you're full of shit. They love him. Everyone loves EB. That's not true. So, people that are around him for a long time and understand what he's what he's about, they love him. People that are soft and only around him for a short amount of time, well, that was on purpose. He didn't want you around him. He got he got you away from him on purpose. That's why it was a short time. So. I think he needs a head coaching job, and I think it's a travesty that he hasn't got one yet. But I'll uh, I'll be on Altitude Sports Radio today from 10 to noon if anybody wants to listen, 92.5. So I'll see you on Monday. All right, brother. Enjoy the weekend. All-Star Weekend NBA that I won't be watching. Me either. <laughs> hey, we got a G League slam dunker, by the way, in this t- in this contest. Yeah, the slam dunk contest is dead. Me, hey, me and you should go out there maybe and hold – like we'll hold the guys. So we could do a circus trick so the guy can jump off our hand and dunk. I'll watch. I'm good. <laughs> Fucking joke artist. All Please. right. Uh, Matt McChesney, appreciate him joining on, uh, coming on. Um, I, yeah, I'm not going to be watching the NBA All-Star game except the dunk contest. I want to see the G League guy um, come on and uh, and fucking laugh my ass off at that one. Uh, can't wait to see that. Um Matt likes him some Riri because he'll let him pull her. He'll let her pull him around the the beach. Uh, I am not that way. I can't do it. Fuck no. I can't do it. No way, dog. No siree, Bob. I got to have some, uh, I got to, I got to be able to go. He, hey, all the more power to him. He wanted her to squirt on him. And, uh, <laughs> I hope Rihanna smells like Badussy. Balls, dick, and pussy. That's what I hope she smells like. If, if that's how Matt wants to go out. Um, NFL, I don't care about the whole – listen, the Rooney Rule is a joke, okay? I want to be clear. The Rooney Rule is an absolute joke, and I've had Marshall Falk on this show. I've had other people on this show talk about it. It's a joke. So there's no re- – there's no – let's get the Rooney Rule out to mint. Let's get the fucking – to me, it's a slap in the face of all black coaches. Like, why do they need a rule? How about you just interview anybody that has the most qualification? Whoever's the most qualified should get the fucking job, period. I don't care. We always want to talk race, race, race. I don't want to hear it. I just want the best motherfucker to get the job. And then I want all things to be equal when they do get the job. 
So if a black guy gets the job like Mike Tomlin, who's been able to sustain a long career as a head coach, I believe they should be given the same amount of leash, the same amount of chain. If the average white coach gets three years, then the average black coach should get three years. But right now, it's three to one. And that is just what it is. And all you're going to continue to hear is the Ryan Clark, Bitch Made Cat, Stephen A., all these motherfuckers talk about race, race, race. Listen, it is what it is. And I brought up the fact that you have to stop thinking you're going to find the next Mike Tomlin. You're not. Mike Tomlin is an anomaly. He is fucking as good as it gets. I don't care if you're white, black, green, or yellow. Mike Tomlin is an NFL legitimate coach. And I believe he deserves everything that he gets. And never had a fucking under 500 record. Managed AB. Been to a couple Super Bowls. Won one. After Bill Cowher was there. Unbelievable job. That's why the fucking franchise in Pittsburgh only has a few head coaches in the history of its franchise. They've only had a few head coaches because the organization is ran right compared to Houston, where every single year you have a new fucking coach and a new GM. Someone has to start looking at the upper brass and stop talking about the coach Start talking about the organizational infrastructure. They are shitty. Houston is a joke. The Jets have been a joke forever. The Dolphins have been a joke forever. All these different teams, the Cleveland Browns have been a joke forever. Detroit has been a joke forever. Now it's good to see these teams start to figure it out. But Houston has not figured it out. Cleveland, I don't believe, has figured it out. They won a playoff game by beating Pittsburgh, ironically enough, with Baker Mayfield and got beat the next week in a good game versus Kansas City. But that's their best year they've had in since Bernie Kosar. Let's just be honest. And the Mac attack and Ernest Biner. Like, the Cleveland Browns haven't been good since that team. So, Webster Slaughter days. Like, you guys don't even know who that is in this chat. So, Cleveland hasn't been good since those days. And that is an organizational infrastructure deal. Bad, 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 ran organization. Houston is as bad as it gets. They did go to playoff run. They got a playoff. They, they did do well uh, a couple years back with Bill O'Brien. But, dog, they haven't done shit since. And they've and Bill O'Brien fucking traded off everything, all their assets. And now you got now you got a team that's trying to recover from the Bill O'Brien era. Houston's a bad place. They are in a bad, bad situation. That just is what it is. Um, so I don't know. Rex Ryan possibly heading to uh possibly heading to the thing. Uh, Gorgian, Gorgian, you're in here. Um, I want to know this. Um Every head coach hired this cycle spent time with the Eagles at some point. And the Colts, in particular, hire only Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff members. What is up with the Eagles and the Colts? Why are they so butthole tight? They are fucking butthole buddies. And I don't understand the Eagles and the Colts. 
they must be really, really good friends. The owners, Ursay, or is it all coincidence? Every single Eagle coach becomes a Colts coach. Frank Reich, fucking this guy, fucking Steichen. Like, what's up with the Eagles and the fucking Colts relationship? It's only helped the Eagles, so something's wrong. <laughs> hey, Gorzin, it's only helped the Eagles. By, by They've had addition by subtraction, by the way. They're actually gaining their, ad- their addition by subtraction over there. They're getting rid of these motherfuckers. In some way, they're getting better. The Colts have gotten these motherfuckers in some way getting worse. Something's up. Sirianni knows something is going on. Something's going on. Um, Tiger Woods, back live. If anyone cares, he is at the Genesis right here in L.A., the Riviera, world-famous Riviera, beautiful fucking setting, beautiful course. I walked the course last year with Pat Perez before Pat left the PGA and went to the live and made a fucking shit ton of money and is a happy fucking lifer right now. Um, they're in Mexico with the live golf tournament. Um, then they'll be in Tucson. I'll be down there in Tucson. Hopefully it's not full of chemical from the truck spill. Hopefully we can breathe the air and smoke a stogie. Uh, I'll be there at the live with him. And then you have the, then you have the, uh, then they'll be in Tulsa in May. I believe I'll be headed to Tulsa for the live with Pat and I'll be in Tucson next month, next week. So uh, hopefully we can breathe the air in Arizona and uh, hopefully the chemical spills stop. Detroit hadn't had one. Uh, then we had a fucking, a fire in uh in Oklahoma yesterday. They say it was caused by a welding. Like, why is there always something going on right now? I think everybody's on pins and needles. We all need to relax. I think this happens every year. We just don't really care about it. We don't really see it because out of sight, out of mind. I believe we're really, really just in a situation right now where we're like, fuck, everything's up. The aliens are coming. We have fucking China tripping. Um, I don't know if you know, we had to escort two Russian aircraft away from alaska the military has said that's just common practice they get out of the they get out of the the friendly confines of russian airspace into ours and it was no conflict or drama i don't think russia wants drama right now when they're fucking dealing with ukraine up in their shit and elbows with ukraine ukraine apparently has killed over two hundred fifty thousand russians Shit, that's impressive for a small country. Um, It just seems like every day there's some drama going on, and I think we're walking on pins and needles. So hopefully we can figure this thing out and get some fucking leadership in this thing that can change the... I don't think we're walking around very comfortable anymore. I don't know. I think that is the problem because of what you see with the whole alien thing and this and that. I don't think you have, I think we're very uncomfortable and that's why you're seeing the train derailments, the chemical thing. I think Ohio is a bigger issue than we think it is though. And they're playing it down. I hope everybody in Ohio, I got to text Zach later. I hope everybody in Ohio is not fucking no, no pun intended, but growing a fucking third leg or something because the fish are dying. The livestock's dying. Ohio is a real issue that no one's talking about. And why hasn't POTUS 
came out and said anything. I'm just fucking tripping. See, what happens is when you're on an airplane and you don't like airplanes and you're bumpy, it's a bumpy road and you're on a, in a, you're on a rough flight. We've all had rough flights and we get turbulence and people get assholes, get puckered. You like to hear from the captain. Ding. Hey, we're going to rough through a little rough patch. We'll be through it in 15 seconds. It's not a big deal. You know, it might be 15 to 20 minutes of rough patch air here. We'll get through it. And, uh, Hey, sit back, enjoy, but for right now, keep your seatbelts on, and uh, we'll be back to you. That comforts people. Regardless, if he could be up there sweating his balls off like, oh, fuck, we're about to go down. <laughs> but you know what? Leaders comfort people. That motherfucker be like, holy shit, we just dodged a fucking alien aircraft, and let's get back on track here. We, and this motherfucker's up there shitting his lights up. But you know what? Ding! Hey, everybody, we got a 15-minute little rough patch. We uh, don't worry about avoiding the alien aircraft that we just did. No worries. We'll be all right. We'll get out of this air. We'll get back to friendly altitude and uh, enjoy it. To the right, we have the fucking friendly uh, Grand Canyon. And to the left, you have uh, alien aircraft. You don't hear that shit. But guess what? He comforted you in the airplane, right? You know that. That's real shit. And, hey, give me another fucking shot of vodka or whiskey, right? But the bottom line is he comforted you. You hear that? Ding. That's all you care about. Why hasn't the leader, the POTUS, the captain, comforted American people? That is what I want to know. Leaders comfort folks regardless of the real outcome, regardless of the real situation. It could be fucking hairy turmoil in front of us. But guess what? If I saw an alien outside my window right now, I'm going to be like, hey, man, listen, I might go down today. I seen some shit I'm not going to really go into, but you guys make sure you keep pressing hard forward, man. All gas, no brakes. Don't let this shit beat you. Fuck that. And then my shit just goes out. But at least you're comfortable knowing that I let, I didn't say, fuck, dog, holy shit, aliens right here, man. Run. <laughs> That's not what leaders do. I'm just being real. Like, that's not what that's not what leaders do. Why haven't we had the leader of the country come out and say, you know what, listen, I know we're on pins and needles. We've had a few fucking UFOs we've shot down. Really what they were were, 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 were this, this, and this. And if it's bullshit, then we're going to see through it. But at least let us see through your bullshit. Now we're going to come up with our own fucking accusation and say, oh, well, our, our opinion is you shot something down, either China, Russian, alien you don't want to say it because apparently you can't find it and they're all landed in the heart like it's been a week or two where's the data what's the fuck were they why haven't you told us okay then we've had two meteors hit we had a fucking it's funny that they used the super bowl trophy size meteor hit paris france and landed in the water they say nothing happened then a meteor hit houston like now we have small meteorites hit the earth from time to time, but usually you hear about it. Like that is what the pins and needles are about. We haven't seen, we're just having shit enter our atmosphere and we're, we're haven't really getting word of it. Usually you get word. Oh shit. Meteorites going to hit tonight. If you guys want to watch it, put on these certain glasses, right? And you can see it enter our atmosphere, but it's going to go on the other side. It's going to hit the water. We're okay. 
You haven't heard shit lately, dog. I think we got so much worry going on. We haven't addressed the country at all. We're out here fucking running around with our heads cut off, thinking about the next thing. We haven't heard. I haven't even heard fucking Biden ever speak. He's such a bitch. If he gets questioned by anybody, he gets just up and walks off. He'll just walk off the stage. Have you seen that motherfucker just walk off the stage? He'll just walk off the stage, dog, if he don't like the question. And it's like, holy fuck, dog. You're the fucking potent. You're the leader of this country. Can you give some insight and to calm the fucking human down as the leader? Even if it's bullshit, you will calm the country down somewhat. You know what? We're going to fucking drop the fucking bomb on China. We're about to come out and fuck them up. Fuck it. Say it. You'll have some supporters, probably. But instead of fucking coming out and just, well, you know, hey, Biden, uh, da, 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 da. oh, well, fuck you. Get up and walk off. They and And reporters, stop asking this fragile, old, decrepit fuck about his son and China. We don't care. We want to know about the China. We want to know about the UFO, the meteorites, and all this crazy shit spilling everywhere in the country in all these different fucking cities, chemically attacking the fucking atmosphere. That's what I want to hear about right now. I don't care about your weirdo fucking son. So stop asking this fragile motherfucker questions so he can address the shit that we want to know about. We already know you crooked, crooked criminal fucks. You white-collar criminal fucks are already the crooked motherfucker. We already know you're criminals. Now, if you refuse to believe that, then that's on you, not on me. I've told you, priests and politicians, two most crooked motherfuckers in the world. If you don't know that by now, then you're fucked up. If you don't know what a made-up human is by now, then you are fucked up. Made-up humans are people that were born with penises who have cut them off or born with vaginas who have grown a larger clitoris. Those are what made-up humans are. Sorry, I just want to clarify. I wanted to give you a clarification on what a made-up human is so you understand what a made-up human is. You get it? Any questions? All right. Ah, call me. I did say priest, Seattle cast. Seattle cast, you seem like you're a cool, good dude. You say some dumb shit, but you seem like you're cool. You should become a member because apparently you gave me $10 for Valentine's Day. I don't know if that was a homosexual act or was it a friendly just, you know, act. Either way, I appreciate the $10, but become a member. It's only $1.99. So... Now, you're starting to say some shit now that's starting to, um, is he a troll? Is he not? That is the number one sole reason I want you to become members. So I know you're a legitimate backer of the show, not a troll, dick-riding bottom feeder. It's not just, I'm not making a living on the $1.99, people. I want, to real, I want you to realize it is for you can call in and talk shit to me. You can win some gear. You can call in and talk to my guest if you want. A lot of you are scared to call in, so I don't even fucking do it no more. Like I, But that's what my goal was, to get you to call in. You want to talk to one of the guests on the show? Call in. 
That's why you become a member. And so I know you're legitimate. And now we started a Discord up. Slap Nation, Coach's Crew. It's on a Discord. You could become there. That is kind of the crew I know of. I in there, we're in there and having intimate conversations, you know, Joe Accord dropping dick pics and shit. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just fucking with Joe. You guys can come on the Discord and chat it up with us. I try to get in there when I can. I'm running around with my head cut off. Um, but Coach Davis just said, in the fucking building. See, I get the little notification. I see it. It's a Discord's cracking. They're in there talking. So you guys can join the Discord, join the chat right here, become a member. That way I know you're not a troll in a fucking bottom feeder. So that's why. Um, there we go. Clap it up. <laughs> fucking Tootie Cerro. What's your name? Let's see who you are. Let's see. Let's see your name. Let's see your name. Tootie Cicero. Um. Richard Pick, Boston Celtics. All you motherfuckers need to become a member. Um, there's a lot of cats. Ty Bassett, uh, Seattle Cast, Greg Opie. You, you sound like a fucking slapdick. Richard Pick, no, you can't call in because you're not a member. I call in coach. Small I, okay? So, first of all, I's, A's, um, when starting off a sentence, have to be capitalized, okay? Coaching 101, teaching 101, English language, here we go. All right, I'm going to teach you something, all right? Here, Richard Pick, all right? Look, he has a Nixon pitcher, so we already know he's a fake fuck. All right, here we go. I call in coach. What are you? Are you fucking Asian? Are you Steve Cosell? Are you are you fucking us? Uh, are you the are you the Korean Cosell motherfucker? I call in. Is that fucking English? First of all, I capitalize the I, and then you say, "Can I call in, coach?" That is what you need to say. I call in, coach. No, I don't know what the fuck that means. And it tells me you're a troll. You got Richard Nixon as your pitcher. You don't know how to spell. You're probably some 17-year-old fucking dick rider or a 21-year-old dick rider who can't spell because he texts all day. He says LOL, SMH, get the fuck out of here, whatever that GTOFE, all that shit. That's how you spell. So when you use that in text messages nowadays, you lose the fact that you don't know how to spell real words. So therefore, you can't write a paper. Therefore, you fell in English class because you're used to texting abbreviated words and you don't know how to write a real paper and therefore you'll never get a real job and you'll always work at fucking Walmart. <laughs> so I'm just throwing that out there. You understand that, right? Oh, we got Dylan as a member. Shout out. Matt, shout out. That's what I'm talking about. See, I got to break down fucking how, why to be members and shit. Here's another fucking guy, the same guy. I call in now, all caps. Again, horrible grammatical errors, right? Now we all caps. You're only capping unless you want to be capping, right? That means you want to be loud, boisterous. You should have put a, you put should have put an explanation point at the end of that motherfucker. So I call in now. 
You mean all call in now. I, right? I'll, I will. All right? It's not I call in now. And no, you won't call in now because you're not a member. You fucking troll. So become a member. Lucy! What's going on, Lucy? Fearless Friday. Um... Lucy, you love Lucy to death. Lucy dropping a dove on me. I'm going to take that. By the way, so you guys know how it works. I don't know if you have YouTube channels and shit. Uh, you don't just get the money. It doesn't go in your bank, okay? Yeah, fucking so you understand. Oh, JB, get money. Uh, shut the fuck up. I get paid once a month by YouTube, and I don't even know where those those Super Chat monies go. They go into an account, I guess. So it's not like, oh, yeah, I just hit my fucking Bank of America account. So, no, it doesn't work that way. So, and, I, and if you know anything about me, I really don't give a fuck about hitting up my fucking fan base and loyal members for money, all right? If you want to donate money, so be it. I love you to death. If you don't, don't. I don't love you any less, by the way. Um, Bree's always loud, yeah. Shit. Um Seattle Cast said he's going to become a member right now. Boston, why would you pay $4.99 and not become a member? Like, to me, it doesn't make sense. Just become a member, it's $1.99 a month. It's not, you're just dropping $4.99. Stephen Wilsey, dog, this motherfucker dropping money. You guys are dropping money on me. Happy Friday. My boy Eric in the house. Uh, Boston Celtics. Come on, Boston Celtics. It's Greg Oppie Hughes. Uh, why do you got two names, homie? I be broke, coach. No. You should say, I be dumb, coach. Motherfucker. Learn how to fucking spell, homie, before you fucking address me. Learn how to spell and speak. Don't fucking come in here, you troll fuck. I'd be broke. <laughs> Holy shit. I just dumb, coach. Well, I just be blocking your bitch ass. So, sorry. Um, guess what? I'd be block. <laughs> I'd be block, motherfucker. Joe Accord, you don't have, Joe Accord's already dropped like a thousand on me. Um, motherfucker, I wish I would have a pronoun. Get the fuck out of here. Pronoun. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. My pronouns are eat a dick, motherfucker. Um, Joe Greasy's not a member. Embrace ego death. That takes some time to come up with that motherfucking name. I'll tell you that right now. You 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 must come up. You, you must have came up. You used some time to come up with that. Warehouse department. Dog, you guys better come members. I'm going to start blocking motherfucker. The show gets bigger. I'm going to start blocking cats. We're going to have members only around this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, we know they're trolling. Who's the other one, dog? Fuck. Squid Game fan. We know he's a troll. Um, 
Ungrateful for donos. I don't even, I guess ungrateful for fuck. I don't know what it is. Um, I have no idea what that means. Um, uh, it, the chat's rolling right now. I can't, I can't get through it enough. Um, Greg, U.S. Marine broke down the Super Chat revenue. 70% of super, super Chat revenue is confirmed by Google. The 70% is calculated after local sales tax and app store fees are deducted. Transaction costs, including credit card fees, are covered by YouTube. Fucking shout out to Greg, U.S. Marine, uh, for breaking that down. Fucking clap it up for Greg. I didn't need to know all that, but I appreciate it. Uh, that's why I probably don't see no money. Um... Boston's a troll. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Joey B said, Coach JB, how do I become a member? New to YouTube and not sure where to go, but love the content. You got to become, a, you got to join, dog, on a, uh, on a on a desktop or turn your phone to desktop mode. You young cats sure can operate a phone like a motherfucker, man. People, these young cats take my phone and be like, and, and just did a thousand things. But you don't know how to become a member. That shit blows my mind. You could play Fortnite fucking for 27 straight hours against an Asian kid on online and you don't know how to become a member on YouTube. That shit is what blows my fucking mind. It's either lack of application, you don't want to apply yourself, or you're lazy as fuck, or... You just want it handed to you. You want the link in your hand so you don't have to do any work to figure it out. All good things come to those who work for it, my friend. Go fucking work for it and figure it out. There's 500 members. They all figured it out. I tell everybody that. It's unfucking believable Yeah, I played video games when I was fucking eight. And then I said, fuck, I got to become a grown-up, so I got to put the video games down. That's just my generation and my era. I, I, when I got older, I played a few games here and there, fucking around my boy. My, my boy Spree and I, we used to fuck around and play Mortal Kombat and shit on PlayStation on the big screen just to fuck around. But we didn't put no real time into it or nothing. Joey B, member, dog. That's what I'm talking about, Joey B. Uh, MC said, have you ever thought about working for ESPN? Can someone please help MC out? MC, become a member, dog, before I block you for asking that question. Are you fucking kidding me? You either don't know me, you don't know anything about ESPN and I, you don't know about the beef that I have with half the franchise there. I do have friends there, but I, I mostly don't like me there. Um, and do you really think ESPN would hire me? Do you really fucking think that I'm going to go on ESPN and fucking be myself. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to still do... Uh, yeah, we'd be gone on ESPN. ESPN, I'd get on the stage and I'd say, fuck Ryan Clark, motherfucker, and then I'd be gone, I'd be done, I'd beat his ass and walk off. And they'd have to pay me, though, for that, that month. Uh, probably be a good payday. Tiger Woods is uh, two under, man, in the mix in, in, in Riviera. He's playing this morning already, so he's already teed off, in my opinion. I think he's already teed off. 
let's check out some update on Tiger Woods. If you want to watch Tiger Woods and the fucking Riviera. Um, yes, Tiger Woods teed off. He already teed off. And uh, he is on his way. Um, let's see. He already bogeyed. He's already bogeyed. That is what par for the course is with Tiger. Just so we know. He looked good yesterday and all that shit. Five off the lead. But understand something. He played late yesterday. And guess what? He's already off the tee and had to play early this morning. So that is what's going to hurt Tiger. The fucking tee times hurt him because he's not ready to play after an evening round and then play turn around in a short time and play again he's going to struggle today i would bet and i don't know if he'll make the cut or not but let's see let's see let's see the leader's seven under he goes off later tiger's one under now he just bogeyed already number one he's already bogeyed number one so um we'll see i don't know if you got to see adam silver he says that he disciplines the nba refs I call bullshit. Um, Aaron Jones, I told you he's reworking a deal to stay with the Packers. And uh, PJ Tour can depose live financier Al Rumian, the Saudi Arabia billionaire. Um, They can apparently depose him now in court. So they're not going to win, dog. They're not going to win. So... Pat and I will have a episode. Don't worry. Um, Pat and Pat's wife, Ashley, she's going to come on my show too. Uh, they're great. They're my boys and my and my girls. There's the family, the kids, they got great kids. Uh, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun environment to be around Pat, hang around Pat. He's a good dude. We're pretty tight. Um, so I'll be seeing Pat soon. Um, I was supposed to see him last week, but I couldn't get out there for Super Bowl Sunday and all that. I had some my own shit going on. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Coach Rubley! Um, I will have an alien on. An uh, alien will come on the show. I'm working for the first alien to be on the show. Once I get the first alien on the show, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I hope I could get it. I hope I could get it. Uh, I'm trying to see what somebody sent me here. Let's see. Uh, at UFO. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best video you get on a UFO video. Come on, dog. Miss with the bullshit. UFO in Las Vegas. Um, Papa Stokes sent that to me. Um, By the way, I don't know if you know that uh, Gardner Johnson, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who did not get a penalty in the game for the helmet hit to the the sternum of, of Pacheco, he got fined. For the hit against Pacheco. How do you find somebody if you didn't flag them? 
Like, that is where you lose me. That is where you lose me. Don't find them if you don't flag them. Like, it blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind, dog. I just, I just can't fucking believe that they find this man and they didn't fucking flag him. Like, how do you not flag him? Kevin Jones. Hey, I appreciate all the members, man. Much love on this Fearless Friday. Uh, next week's going to be action-packed as well. Um, I'll be a little more solo next week. I still will have the normal uh, guest on. I'll have a few guests on next week. Um, if you guys know Aaron Taylor, the great Aaron Taylor, um, who's doing a lot of commentary now, Aaron Taylor's going to be on the show. Um He'll be coming on the show uh, on the 1st of March. That's actually Pat Perez's birthday. Shout out to Pat. <laughs> Pat and I are both Pisces, by the way. Probably why we get along. Probably why we talk shit. Probably why we're real. Probably why we don't take shit. And probably why we hustle and stay in our own lane. That is probably why Sean, uh, Pat and I get along. Pat's birthday is a couple days after mine. Uh, so... Hey, come here. What's wrong with you guys? Um, yes, sir. Shout out to Barstool, Brandon Walker, Unnecessary Roughness Pod. Uh, I was on there. The show is up full go. It's up on my channel. So make sure you guys uh, appreciate it. Joe Greasy in the house. Uh, Go watch the go watch the show. Uh, Bree Black's an Aquarius. Shout out to all the Aquarius ladies in the house. BJ uh, Sierra, March eighth. Bruce Helms, don't know when he is. Um, we know Bruce Helms is probably back in the chat as someone else. We know that. February fifth, Eddie Manyweather, huh? Okay, LBC. That's how I found you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Uh, much love. Dollar ninety nine, become a member. Uh, unnecessary roughness. They got enough money. Uh, Barstool Sports was bought out finally yesterday, officially by Penn. Uh, even though Barstool's still going to have Barstool, they're still going to do their thing. Uh, all right, Casey, I'll see you Monday. Pat is still with PXG. He's not a spot. He's not sponsored by PXG though, but he's using their clubs. Um, so, but he is changing a few things in his bag. Isaiah Place, what up? The twentieth, huh? Hey, you're not a Pisces on the 20th, are you? I thought that I thought I thought it changed on the 20th. I thought I was the first day of a Pisces, dog. You sure you're right about that shit, homie? You sure you're right about that? Um got my four aces hat right here. Bam. Got my four aces, Joe. Got my four aces representing the live Saudi group. <laughs> um the 19th is when it changes, Bree. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Canadip CBD. Make sure you head on over to Canadips. It's another little fire Canadips hat. Go on over there. CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB and get you uh 20% off. And uh there's some new there's some new dips out there, new cans out there. Hector hates that shit. He wants some loose leaf. I might, I might get back to drinking. Uh, I might get back to dipping some Coke, man. I miss that shit. I miss Coke. 
I do miss Cope, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. The apparel store for four aces, I think it's open, isn't it? I want to say it's open. I'm not sure. I think it's open. I'm not sure if it is or not. Um, but we'll see. Um, uh, Aaron Taylor that played in Notre Dame, Sean. Yes, indeed. Uh, he'll be on the show, uh, on the first of March. Uh, we've already confirmed it. Um, he's going to come on, get to talk to Aaron, what he's doing now. Um, yeah, I can't do the pouches, Hector. I can't do it either, dog. It's shitty. I'm about to go get me some Cope, man. I might go buy me some Cope right fucking now. I haven't dipped in five years, Hector. I don't know if I want to go back to dipping or not, but I miss it. I kind of miss it lately. I've been kind of missing it lately. So uh, I, I put a little whiskey in that bitch, Hector. Let that shit marinate. Put it in the fridge, Hector. You don't know about those old school traits, dog. I'm an old school dipper. I dipped for 25 years, homie. Uh, you know, LBC, you from the LBC or what? Or what does your name stand for? Better not be lying, bitch cat. What does it mean? LBC, you from Long Beach? Appreciate you finding me through uh, through uh, Unnecessary Roughness and Barstool. Uh, next week, I got a uh, another announcement to make. We were supposed to make it last week with Tim Brown, Hall of Fame wide receiver, uh, Oakland Raiders. He'll be joining the show as well. We're going to make an announcement together. We've been holding off. Uh, wait for that one. That's kind of some news. That's some news. That's some news. Tim Brown joining the show. Talk about some other things that we're doing together. Uh, that's some news. That's a, a drop breaking news for you right there. So I'm letting you know right now. Um, James Wilford, Paramount. Paramount High. When did you go to Paramount? What year? All my boys went to Paramount. What year did you go to Paramount? Did you play football? Coach Hutch, man. Good dude. Coach Sutch. Legendary coach there. Um, Boston Celtics found me through Jason Whitlock. Make sure you become a member of Boston. Jason Whitlock don't need no member. Tenth and Orange, live from Second and Broadway. All right, LBC in the house. You know my cigar lounge is on broad is on uh, is down there, right? And uh, is down there. On, you know, I don't know if you guys if you go down there too often, but I used to hang out down there all the time, dog. Broadway in second, huh? Shit, I, I used to go to that's my one of my uh, best breakfast spots, best breakfast restaurants in the world is right there. Um, Belmont Shores, though, uh, if you don't go, go down to the cigar lounge um, on Second Street. Uh, Don, if you haven't been down there, go down and check it out. Um, the best cigars in Long Beach is right there on Second Street. Go check it out. Hot holder. Potholder's my shit. Yes, sir. You haven't been to Potholder? Um, yeah, go check it out. LBC, you went to Polly with Ed Hervey, huh? Really? Man, Ed's my boy. I, Ed's, you know Ed is in uh, the CFL, right? You know he's a GM in the CFL, right? Ed Hervey's been in the CFL as a GM for a long, long time. So he's out there GMing in the... He's GMing out there in uh he's GMing out there in the uh you play with Antonio in Paramount? I grew up with Antonio, so uh that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he was at Compton College with me before he transferred to Mount Sac. 
he didn't want to compete versus my boy, Spree. Um, and we had another, a couple other players too, but he ended up going to Mount Sac. They ended up playing for the national championship in Juco that year. And then, uh, I know, I know AP well, um, Seattle cast. You got to become a member dog. I don't give handouts. Motherfucker. Mediocre is a new excellence. I don't give handouts. Shit. Your ass got to earn this shit. You got to earn this motherfucker. You want to, it's like, it's like, it's like, the, it's like Rihanna motherfucker. You, you you think I'm going to fucking let you call in, motherfucker? You think I'm a bitch-made motherfucker? You got me fucked up. Become a member. You ain't no member, Seattle Cast. What's your name? He said, my other account is blocked. It seems like, but I became a member on that account. How the fuck are you a member on another account, homie? Where is it? Why are you talking to me on this account if you got another account? I don't do funny-style shit, dog. Come on, man. Hey, man, I'm going to get out of here. I got a lot of shit to do. Um, it's been a great week, man. Long weeks, man. Last two weeks, 10 days in a row, three-hour days of a show. This ain't hard work. I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't hard work, okay? A lot of you are doing hard work. Kudos to all you guys that are doing hard work. A lot of you guys are getting your fingernails dirty. I appreciate you guys. I'm chilling at my house. LBC in the house. That's what I'm talking about. Much love to a native, SoCal native. Compton and Long Beach together. What? Hey, much love to everybody. James Wilford, I appreciate you. Paramount in the house. The Pirates represent the maroon and silver. Uh, much love to everybody, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh Caleb McLean, all you guys, much love. Kid Puggy, Torrance. Hey, just be careful. If you're black in Torrance, be careful. Don't get pulled over around that motherfucker. Your ass may get fucked up by the cops. Let me tell you that. Uh, trust me, I know firsthand. Uh, I don't fuck with Torrance, so no. I may not ever go to Torrance again. I don't fuck with Torrance. I used to go to Crenshaw and PCH Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. I used to take my daughter to the Crenshaw and, and, and PCH Chuck E. Cheese all the time and i think at one point i pulled every single bitch out of there that worked at chuck e cheese on crenshaw and pch <laughs> jose lopez what up um hey man i appreciate everybody man much love to all you guys and uh hey i might come out to dc too thinking about it i'm thinking about it i might have to much love to everybody, though, man. And uh, once the aliens stop flying around, go watch some XFL. BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you some XFL betting in. Hector will be betting, I'm sure. Hector, drop me your lines because I have no fucking idea who's playing quarterback, and I'm sure they're fucking shitty, but I'll have some XFL players of mine on the show. And uh, XFL drops this weekend. Go watch some football. It's back. Much love. Bree, quality, not quantity. That's what she says, but that's not what he said. I don't know. We'll see. Give the XFL a chance. We're going to see how it is tonight uh, or tomorrow, but we'll see. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate all the new members. Make sure you uh, become a, a, a Slap Nation subscriber as well. We got the Discord full effect. Come on over to the Discord and chat with me right here. The Discord you can follow in the bio and and uh, and 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 believe and figure out how to become a Discord member of Slap Nation. 
and uh, we have good conversations in there. Somebody may be able to drop the link to the Discord if they do have it. Drop it in there for the new members. I appreciate everybody, man. Enjoy the weekend. I'll see you on Monday for Menace Monday. Another week, another day, another dollar. I'll see you on the other side. Peace.